Hi, everybody. This is Ruben Gomez. This is the Real Talk Reactions podcast. This is episode, I don't remember which, <laughs> which, which number it is. Um, so I just want to um, start this podcast off by introducing uh, Mr. Jesse Amaro from Love Amaro Pizzeria. And also um, with us um, on this podcast is Toby, my business partner, and my brother-in-law as well. And um, so go ahead and say what's up, guys. What's up, what's up? What's up, Real Talk Reactions family? Love them all, Pizzeria. Yeah, and um, so in this this podcast, we're going to just kind of go over a couple <clears throat> couple of things. Jesse, Jesse and I, we've talked about um, doing the podcast on a continuous basis. So we kind of want to get an introduction, and so he would be joining us more often on these podcasts. Um, well, hopefully, you know, so, um, but definitely we want to take this podcast to kind of get an introduction to him, and then kind of, um, you know, I guess a little storytelling, tell tell about, like, um, how we came to um, interact with each other and everything like that. So go ahead, um, Jesse, tell everybody about yourself and um, and about your business. What's up, everybody? My name is uh, Jesse Amaro, like you said, uh, owner of Love Amaro Pizzeria. Some of the fastest pizzas you know cooks in two minutes and 30 seconds. So good, it'll make you <laughs> smile. <laughs> and this adventure actually started uh, out in Colorado Springs when I was a chef at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort. And a lot of the people that went to banquets were just vegan, and I didn't kind of know why they were vegan and how come they wanted vegan. And um, so I kind of just kind of started researching why it was, and I tried to just make like the best place I possibly could for vegans. Uh, but I didn't turn vegan myself. It's not until I came to California and I started Love Them All Pizzeria. And that started um, honestly by telling the universe that to use me as a vessel. And I really wanted to help and I really wanted to make a change. And me being a chef in the industry wasn't really going to help me do that. And it just kind of fell on my lap. So it was kind of like a crazy little story on that part. But once I got to California, um, I was running my pizzeria, which wasn't vegan at first. It was vegan, uh, gluten-free, and regular pizza. Um, I had protesters come to my booth, not to protest against me, but just because they heard I had vegan pizza. And when they tasted it, they automatically told me why I wasn't vegan, how come my company wasn't vegan. And I told them that uh, I'm not a diet, <laughs> like everyone kind of says when they're first starting. <clears throat> wait, wait, you, you had a protesters? Vegan protesters? Vegan protesters, yeah, her name was Robin. And she came because someone said I had a vegan um, Alfredo and a vegan uh, avocado pesto. So so she's like mid-protest and like, fuck, I'm hungry. It's all right. It's time to take a break on this protest. Let's go get some pizza. <laughs> like, yeah, it just was a farm market. And it just I think she was actually going there to go shop for like organic oh, vegetables okay. and stuff. <laughs> oh. And someone had told her, hey, that pizza guy over there has uh, vegan pizza, you know, if you want to go. And she was like, why? And she's like, I heard you have pizza and it's vegan. I'm like, yeah. And when I gave it to her, she was just like, why are you not vegan? Like, how can you not vegan? Just her whole pro protest just kicked in. Like, why are you not yeah, vegan? Yeah. How can you not vegan? Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like, holy crap. And then I was working at another farmer's market in Terra Vista in Rancho Cucamonga with uh, Heritage Farm. And Just Vegana, Jay and Yannette, uh, started working with me side by side. And they seen also that I had a vegan option. <clears throat> and right away, they came and said, uh, you know, again, like, how come you, you're not vegan? How come you don't have the vegan pizzas? And I was just the same thing. Like, I'm not a diet. And... Jay really came to me uh, with no, like, um, some vegans don't approach other non-vegans with, like, peace, kind of, not all the time. You know? <laughs> he kind of had, like, that, yeah, that kind of thing, you know? Not him. He came with nothing but love, um, talked to me like a normal person, didn't shame me because I wasn't, I was doing what I was doing. He just talked to me like normal and just 
gave me really good advice, you know, like, hey, you know, how about going to the vegan world? I, you know, I think it's a good thing. You know, it's like causing harm to the road and so on and so forth. And I was kind of listening, but I was kind of just like, I'm already selling out. Like, I'm really good at a pizza business. Like, if I stop this right now, like, I have, like, I'm selling, like, almost all the time. And then, again, I seen Miss Robin, and she was like, look, watch Earthlings. That would explain so much. Like, all right, cool. I like watching documentaries. I like getting oh, into yeah, it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I watched one. that one. I was like, oh, man. Like, all right. Yeah. I'm naturally a tree hugger. Um, why I want to change the world and use this for vessels because I looked at it as my trees are dying. Even though we want to save the planet, you know, our houses are made of wood, our toothpicks are wood, um, so much wood just goes right in the trash where I want to make a difference in that way. So when I watch this and kind of seeing the destruction that I'm doing and the harm I'm doing to like living beings and like the factory farming way and the science way, um, I just knew right then and then, like I didn't want to be a part of it. Um, I want nothing to do with it. And especially if I'm growing a company where I know I want to take it to, um, I don't want my, my company to also be a part of that and also be called love because love, I chose love because uh, I forget his name now, but the doctor in Japan, he did a study on rice on a molecular level with cells and one jar he said like I love you and the other jar said I hate you Words oh yeah I think I heard about yeah. that I've right? seen that I've seen, I've seen that and after a month the one he said good words to um, all the cells were thriving and the ones he was saying like I hate you and stuff like that all those cells were dying and just kind of getting decay so I knew like the word love actually meant something so like when we say things like like when we write words down they call it spelling it's like so every word you write down it's like a spell so if I'm writing down love and people are saying love it's like it's going to make it more people say love. It's going to have the vibration of love. If cells can understand what love mean, and, like, they actually get, like, little happy faces, like, in the cell structures, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of funny. Um, then, actually, my words are vibrating to something. So, to name a brand, to vibrate in that kind of way, um, it serves a purpose of, like, where I'm trying to go to with the brand and what I am. Um, so, that's kind of, like, how love started. That's kind of how I went vegan. Um, and then when I went vegan too, like I went just cold turkey vegan, like just vegan, that's it, I'm vegan, my kids are vegan, I'm vegan, my company's vegan. I know a lot of people say it's kind of hard to do, how do you transition, do you ever miss anything? I think if you do it for a diet, you probably will. But I think if you're doing it for env- environmental reasons, and for just like the look of like what's going on, it's easy to say like, no, I don't, don't miss it, I don't miss any of that stuff. It's just kind of like... I really miss sugar when I was made by slaves. It just tasted better for some reason. Yeah. Like, I don't miss that sugar because the, this sugar I'm eating is not made by slaves and it tastes the same. It's, yeah. for me, it's kind of like the same kind of like concept or the way, same way of thinking is I don't want to do that way. And hopefully my brand helps the road out. So destroying it, even though I'm using products like tomatoes, I'm still using like pizza boxes and I still have waste. I'm trying to give something back and try to hopefully eliminate all that. So when I have my actual pizza shop, um, the actual go-go is you bring your own plates, your own cups. Um, so there is still zero waste on all parts, but that's in the future. Okay, damn. Mm-hmm. All right, thanks. So so that's that's dope, though, because, like, I mean, you kind of seen, and you're just receptive to people, like, kind of giving you some feedback, and yeah. you kind of seeing, like, all right, we're the, we're, like, you know, people are asking you about vegan options yeah, and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. And you like took it, took some time in and looked up the documentaries. I seen I seen her things too, and I think, um, like for sure, like like veganism is not like um, like a diet for me. That's not why I'm vegan yeah, either. Yeah, yeah. It's more and for me, it's more for like the animals. And I know other people have like you know like or like tied to the environmental impact and 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 that's that's huge too because. Just being a vegan company, like, selling food, like, if you're not selling, like, something that produces, like, 
you know the animals you're saving a lot of water it's not just yeah. about the the you know all the other things so the, like veganism is like three three parts right it's like that <laughs> it's like the health implications then you have the 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 environmental impact yeah. and then also the compassion. the compassion side which is that's kind of where i'm at now like i'm like i won't go back because i've been a vegan for a year and i won't go back just because of that because now i'm tied to the the concept of it it's not because i'm like it's a diet thing although i lost a lot of weight i feel a lot a lot better than i did before um but it's more like the compassion side like yeah. i don't want to have to make anything suffer for me to like thrive which i know i don't need now it's like empirical the, the evidence is there like i've i've been thriving um like physically without eating meat and causing any harm so that's kind of where i'll stay on there and i think that's kind of how i could relate to it too i but i never had anybody come to me like i kind of like um made the switch on my own though but yeah. it was in transition so kudos to going cold turkey just being like after getting the information and just be like fuck it, i'm done it just like, got show it really just scared the crap of me like i think because earthings too is probably the most like hardcore one so that one she's like just watch that one like yeah sure and i already watched like calsbury so like even then i wasn't messing with like dairy and like milk because i was like holy crap like that's what the scientists are talking about like why the cows are messing with the world like yeah there's what yeah. the hell like i thought that was a joke like i didn't even think that was real like i thought it was like a funny thing they put on tv like this is really why yeah so then that's when i cut out stuff and then once i seen like again because everything shows like what we are physically doing to animals and like the impact after they're having well, animals like whoa like i just figured okay when we eat beef like they use that for leather i didn't know they got a whole different species to use leather like then what are we doing with that skin? That's just going going to waste. Like, that's what the forty percent is going in the trash for. Like a lot of this stuff is just going literally in the trash. And it's like, and they tell us that we can't use water or we can only go, like take showers at certain times sometimes. Or I mean, sh- part of the state in like California, like half of it, like in the middle of it, like doesn't even have water at all. But these cows drink like fifty gallons of water a day. Like, yeah, no, it's oh, crazy. So it's and crazy. it's like when you when you gather all the information. That's why like one of the things I heard a while ago and. It really stuck with me. It was like veganism is more of an awakening. Mm-hmm. It's like you're just yeah. you're just starting to because like you're naturally. I was naturally a, like I questioned a lot of shit regard before that. Like I'm like one of those persons that like for sure. Like if we go down like the nine eleven, like hell no, I don't believe the official story. <laughs> like that's like like speed dating number one. It's like all right first before we get into the like I don't even need to know your name was nine eleven inside job. <laughs> <laughs> what next? Uh, next. She's like no nine eleven eleven really happened. No like and and that's just kind of. My my take on like just how I, I went down that rabbit hole naturally, like you know questioning stuff, and then it just came about to be like, oh, well, like do I even care about what I'm putting in my body? And so then you start questioning what we eat and all that. Yeah, but yeah, that's, yeah. I guess like that's why I would say veganism's awakening in that sense too. It's just you're gonna question a lot more shit naturally being a part of something, and 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 that's what's crazy because like, also like a, a dietary choice it because it is it also puts you in a demographic mm-hmm. it's like now you're a part of this demographic we're vegan it's like you're a part of this vegan community mm-hmm. where it's like i hadn't really felt a part of the vegan community until actually till vegan sunday which brings us to our next segue <laughs> so we'll so vegan sunday um i want 
Oh, man, there's so much we could talk about it there. But I just kind of want to, since we're talking about, like, just community and everything like that, and um, you are definitely the brainchild of Vegan Sunday. I don't ever want to, like, make no doubt about that. Like, you created this thing, and you're doing the vegan markets. You kind of seen it, like, yo, like, as a vendor, from going to vending at different spots to being a, hey, like, if we unify, we have power, and then that's how our connection came in because of Vegan Sunday. Now you have your, you you do your own markets on Saturdays, yeah. but and we're still connected through Vegan Sunday, which you started. So give us just like, kind of like a, I guess like just tell us the story about how yeah, Vegan yeah, Sunday yeah. even came about. All right, cool. <clears throat> all right, so how this came about is a time, uh, just kind of when this all started. About when this start, like. September, October. Well, I'm like the first vegan Sunday here was like the last the last week of of the year, right here. We did like in December. The, yeah, in December, like the last week or two weeks before. Okay, no, so the, the, week. I guess it was like the no, actually the back, the last week of December, um, was was when we did vegan Sunday, the first official one. Okay. Right, and and then after after that, um, yeah, after. Do we uh, or, or maybe, maybe like the, the second? The second week, yeah, it was yeah. the second week. But like before, right after the the tree lighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before the, the week before, before it, after that. Yeah, before yeah, it yeah, came right here. After, right? Yeah. Yeah, but before it even came here, you were already doing a vegan Sunday yeah. at Riverside. So that's that's what I'm saying. We started that one. Then again, it was probably November. Then we started that one, and that for some time in my my actual pizza business, it just seemed like all the markets were just dying down, and I was kind of just looking to like just go somewhere else, but everywhere else is like. I'm a vendor that just goes everywhere. I've been to San Diego, Long Beach, Santa Ana, Orange, Hollywood, uh, San Clarity, uh, Crestline, Helendale. So I'm one of the vendors that actually like go everywhere. I don't kind of just stay local. Um, and I just kind of got tired of kind of going everywhere. It's not that I don't have love for everyone else. It's just I wasn't showing my own home any love. You know, the only thing that you were getting here was just more of my deliveries. And the reason for that, Riverside just didn't have any markets. Like there was nothing over here. And then every time I asked someone to start something or an event planner that I knew, like, hey, why don't you start something in Riverside or you know somewhere in the Empire? Everyone kind of just said no, and just I kind of just left it. It was because my pizza real business in general was just busy, and I was vending at a function for Mission Tattoo in Riverside, and I always do pretty good there. The parking kind of sucks, but I always do really well there. And the owner from Mission Tattoo, Martha, came to me and she was like, can you please just start a market? Like, can we need this in Riverside? Like, I want this in Riverside. I wish we could have something like this. And I was like, done. <laughs> like, completely done. Um, so when I first had the vision, I was like, all right, I, I don't want to go small because if I go small, then we're just going to be some small market and then we're just only feeding the community of the small community that we're feeding. Like, I want to be so big that we're like a Batman sign that not only vegans come, but like other people come. And I want them to have an excuse to bring like their moms or dads or grandpas or whole family to say like hey look at there's a market that has all types of food for you to try it has every type that you want so the first goal i had was to reach out to every local vendor in inland empire and i reached out the invitation to all of them if they want to come or not but that was my first thing just to give them their first dibs and then being a vendor i noticed that like if i was an outside vendor i was always a 10 percent but also noticed in different uh vendors or different events i did if they brought nothing but like local events, we really never did good because there was no followers behind those local vendors because a lot of times they're more smaller. So a lot of times you need like heavy hitters. Like I'm, I'm, I don't want to say I'm one of the heavy hitters, but I am a heavy hitter because I do bring a crowd. Um, the original herbivore is a big hitter. Senna is a big hitter. 
So I was trying to look for like bigger names just to bring in like maybe two or three that just help bring the crowd in that people like want to have or everyone's like, man, I drove all the way to North Hollywood to have these guys and like they're here today. So I had to create a good mix of that vibe and to keep kind of everybody happy. Um, so it did very well. It only lasted like, I think two, three weeks. Um, it just got too big and the parking got out of control. Um, the next door company that was next to us, I won't say their names, but they started calling it the tow truck companies on our, our customers and it became a problem. And then just other things kind of happened. And Empower Creations actually re reached out to Ruben um, for their spot. And right yeah, away she told me, yeah, yeah and I just kind of moved on it. <laughs> I yeah. might have moved too fast on it, yeah. but I just took the opportunity to do it because I just, I did prior work over here in San Bernardino. I just, and I left the thriving market to come over here just to do work in San Bernardino, just to give like this, this community what I have. Um, so for me, it was like a no, like a no brainer, like, heck yeah, that's, that's why I left the Saturday market to come and do this in the first place. So this gives me an opportunity to open this up here, which we do really well. And once we're here, we kind of got it all figured out. And when it's packed with the vendors, it's just a beautiful, yeah, and honestly, yeah. it's a beautiful market with everything going on, where everything's in place. Um, I don't think I could look for a better location. I mean, just where we're sitting now, like just how the clock towers there, the the buildings are surrounding it, just the antique stuff. Just it's just beautiful. It's just like the most beautiful Sunday brunch we could have, and the most awesome part of that is it's an empire and it's a market again where you could bring your auntie, your uncle, you could bring your dogs, you could bring your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever it doesn't matter. And a lot of people want to come and say, oh, it's vegan. A lot of times I just lie. Like, no, I have meat. Sure, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's on me. I just lie. Nah. And it's just kind of like reverse psychology, you know? Because at the end of the day, it's a beautiful market. And if no one just labels it as what it is, this is for the community. Oh, yeah. I this mean, a, a lot of the food stands on its own regardless. I mean, for me, because I've been trying all of it, it's like it stands yeah. like it's good food regardless, vegan or not vegan. Yeah. Um, no, no that's, that's dope. And I remember, like, like um, you know, actually like like the first the contact with Brittany when she let me know that she was like you know what we're actually looking for a spot well she had just came over she ordered i ordered some tamales from her right yeah, yeah. and uh, we we're guarding the, the the christmas tree so we had the um the christmas tree and um you know we had to like like pay to to guard that shit and you know, we had top flight security on the on the, <laughs> on, on on this this time we were like running out so i i ended up staying to watch the watch the tree but i needed some food to like hold me through that night because we guard guarding this tree we got the whole community putting in on the tree to to like bring <laughs> bring uh some some life back to the downtown area and so a lot of donors put money in on this tree and so like we didn't want like any vandalism to happen and yeah, yeah. so she she brought some some tamales down late night and she uh she got to see the space and i asked her if she wanted to bend um I was like, hey i know it's last minute we're gonna do this tree lighting you want to bend and she was like yeah and i told her no charge and she's like all right cool and then like like she already committed like yeah like and then later on, I'm like, all right, cool. Now we got some food for the for the event. But then she calls me like, like thirty minutes later, and she's like, hey, so we're actually doing a vegan Sunday event, and we're looking for a spot now because we can't do it at our spot no more. So I'm pretty sure you sent out like, hey, who knows where we could do another yeah, spot? Yeah, like yeah. in the group chat, and she was like. 
Because uh, Jesse, I was like, and I already had memory because, cause, you know, we do the food fest. I was part of the the, the committee with the food fest, so yeah. so that's how we originally met. So she was like, yeah, Jesse, he's like, he's he's like asking like if we could uh, find a spot, and he's and he's like, I told him your spot, like where where I came just to drop off the tamales. He's like, she was like, that would be a dope spot for the market, and I'm like, no way. And she's like, it's like fifteen of us, and I was like. Let's do it. Like and then so I, I kinda like jumped the gun too and then I told I told Stacia, who's the building manager here at the Enterprise <laughs> building and then she then she was like, Yeah, let's do it too but we weren't too for sure. She I, I had told Brittany, I was like, Yeah, I wanna say like ninety percent for sure, like we're gonna make it happen and then and then she told you like all excited and then you started making the immediately. flyers immediately and like within like twenty minutes there's like a flyer like our new location for vegan sunday <laughs> i see the page i was like holy shit and then <laughs> and then it got shared by the 320 premiere hall which was it was actually um ryan stanley the owner of the building he has access to the account too so yeah. i was like who the heck shared it they must have said okay with it already because we hadn't even run the idea to to <laughs> alan stanley he, he had no idea about it but like yet like the buildings going ahead and saying like yeah, yeah. like when you see like yeah it's happening we're we just shared this it's going down and so then we had to let him know I let him know I was like hey uh so there's this thing that happened like just like over like past couple of days and we really didn't know how it was gonna work out I knew I wanted to make it work because I already had been vegan for you know still like about a year so I'm like been a vegan for like a little bit like over a year and like a couple months. But I just instantly wanted wanted to make it happen because one, um, it kinda it kinda plays two ways. Like for the owner of the building, um, you know, Alan Stanley, um, he wants to do like a food market here, like some type of like a like a more of an upscale thing too in the future. But it's a long ways away. He has to do, you know, some construction yeah. and and that's a a project that's gonna take a lot of a lot of time um so by maybe the end of 2020 he has that like a bunch of bunch of um food built in like venues inside this building but like the you know the idea of bringing a food market here is kind of exciting to you know to get it going yeah. and then secondly i'm vegan so i have this bias where i'm like yo i want to bring this vegan food to to show everybody like hey maybe not gonna turn you vegan but at least give you an option to try all these different great foods because most of the vendors i seen the lineup i was like holy shit you guys got like all these people like oh like this is so dope because like i would have to travel i would have to travel far like the closest would be like riverside that's a close one but it's not normally like going to get some of these vendors like yeah. you're, you're traveling far yeah you know and even the 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 local vendors are traveling far to go be a part of these like yeah. far markets. So it was dope, kind of having that like you already had a unified flow, where I couldn't have had like hope for anything better to to come out of that because one that that pretty much allows us to have this option that coincides with the owner's vision. He wants a food market. Well, boom, we brought a food market like overnight almost, you know. Yeah. And he's not vegan, so he's he was like. But when all the vendors paid and everything, he was like, okay, the money spends the same way. He was like, it works good. And, you know, granted, the, the building, he, he could rent it out for more. But yeah. the way the way that, you know, I pitched it to him was like, look, we're bringing a healthier alternative 
and this is the reason why I really wanted it, like, R-Y, like, like, because, you know, what do I have, like, any business doing, like, a food market, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we're building a clothing brand, which is not just a clothing brand, it's more of a lifestyle brand, so that's where, that's why, because it's a lifestyle. We're trying to influence people. I don't definitely know a lot of, like, vegans prior to this this market. Yeah. I probably knew, like, maybe, like, three to four vegans now prior to this market. Them. Now we're, like, we're fucking We got an army playing the front. Let your feet stomp. We got the homies, like, all the vegan homies. It is cool. It's, I I love it. It's the unity. But, you know, I think the, the community also respects it, too, because um, for us, like, we're in San Bernardino, and this is a, the, the thing. San Bernardino just got put on this list of the number one most dangerous city in California. Number one most dangerous city, right? So I have a kid here, you know, my team has kids here, and we're building this brand trying to inspire the world, trying to take action on things that are important to them. Like, yeah. like you know, like, if I could change the way you, 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 you eat and stuff like that, not like necessarily change you vegan, but maybe give you an option and just kind of open it up. Yeah. And then also, when when we're on there, it's like, why? You know, when people are asking, like, why vegan? It's not because then you could talk about this compassion element that is so desperately needed from a city that's, you know, branded as the number one most dangerous mm-hmm. city. We're bringing compassion. Yeah. And we're tying that into the food. And we're saying, hey, we're trying to make people aware that we need different options not in just food but just in our our way of thinking the way we treat each other and it all has to um go together and also too something interesting is that like we also have so many neurons you know in our in our in our stomach yeah. it's almost like our, that's why they said you have first this brain yeah it's like a, your second brain first. you know yeah our first brain you know so if you're able to understand that that like yo sometimes like people eat and they're eating in these conditions and that maybe could breed it could be a breeding ground for like depression and stuff like that so naturally yeah. if we're switching we're giving people an opportunity to tiptoe that line of a like a, a healthier meal without sacrificing <clears throat> any taste now like man like we're, we're we're starting a conversation and we're we're making things happen and and you know so far we haven't had it <clears throat> since <clears throat> since bringing it man there hasn't really been any negative thing that came out of it, like Vegan Sunday, right? I, I think that's what's like I'm so impressed, like with all of this. It's just like the whole unity of it, you know what I mean? How yeah. everybody's just so, and because it's like I keep telling, like every time we we talk about, or I talk about the whole Vegan Sunday, is it's like I don't know if you if you've seen me, but I'm always standing by the sidewalk because yeah. I just love looking to the side, and they just come in waves you know what i mean yeah. everybody's just coming in waves of like 10 eight people just like what the hell like this is dope you know what i mean yeah. I, I just love standing right there on the side and just watching the people come walking back and this is everyone's uh, smiling yeah you know what time. i mean and and that's why i say like the whole unity because it feels like like the it, everything comes into play right like the whole traveling so it's like all right everybody like like Talks to each other like, hey, well, they're having vegan Sunday over here. Let's let's go hop in one car. And let's yeah. all go together. You know what yeah. I mean? And that's why it's like, I, that's why I like seeing it because, it's like I said, like it comes in like little waves. So it's like you know, like <clears> those people are already having like, like you could tell like everybody has like their own little group. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like they're having the, you know what I mean? Like just that unity and it's 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 pretty dope the way like you just see everybody come together. You know, um, yeah. it's 
especially in, in something like this. But and like just like right now when we got this pizza um, delivered. What do you say? What is going on over there? Like, when I pass by, it's always popping off. Like, what is yeah, it? Yeah. Like, he doesn't know what it is, but it's yeah. like, whatever's going on is popping off. Like, heck, I want, like, he almost like he wants to be a part of it and going, yeah. but he doesn't know what it is. Yeah. That party is it like, all for, like, uh, like is it private? Like, yeah. can I come to it? Hell yeah, you come to it. Everyone come to it. All of you yeah. will come to it. <laughs> That's the whole point for that. It's just, yeah. And the fact that, again, like how you're saying, like, it's supposed to be the most um, dangerous city. But yet yeah. we have a most compassionate thing going on, and it's like the place to be on Sunday. Yeah. If you're not there, it's like, oh, I missed it. Like yeah. that was this Sunday. Wait, this is every Sunday? Like yeah. every Sunday. Yeah, every Sunday. <laughs> and just the vibes here, you know what I mean? Just yeah. the vibe you get from everybody. Just uh, the, I don't know, like I guess right here in San Bernardino, you're so used to everybody being on the defensive side yeah, where it's yeah, like, yeah. don't look at me. Don't say nothing to me because it's like I'm ready to jump. Compared to right here, it's like you, you're around here. You just get that vibe. Like What's everybody up? wants to hug you or something. You know what I mean? It's like yeah. it's pretty good. Cool. Uh, the biggest, the biggest yeah. are coming. <laughs> They're gonna hug you. <laughs> but yeah. but just the whole vibe around here, you know, it's it's, it's pretty dope and and it's it's something cool to bring to San Bernardino that needs it a lot. You know, <clears> I mean, those vibes, like how you were talking about earlier, those vibrations yeah. and all those things. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. that's what. San Bernardino needs, you know what I mean? That's why I was like, hey, like this was this was a dope thing, and and just the way you brought it to life, though, you know what I mean? Because like yeah. you said, like you you created the whole unity, you know what I mean? And, yeah. And you were able to see that, and that that that's that's pretty impressive, bro. Yeah, yeah, and you know it's dope too, cause it 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 showed us, cause I've been talking about this concept yeah, of of, like, of yeah. uh, group economics, right? Which yeah. has to do with unity. Yeah. Right. It's putting our money together. So if you have a bunch of people putting in a little bit of money, you just have a lot of money. Yeah. But if but it only works if you're going towards the right right movement. So what you did was like, hey, all of us together were unified, and we could we could put you in. You know, like mm-hmm. you're able to like or just for the uh, example of getting like yeah, like like uh the film the film. Yeah. Um. What what's his name again? Moshi. Moshi. Yeah. Moshi. He did a great great film, and that was all like group economics everybody pitched in and got like this professional film made mm-hmm. and it was dope you know and that day was so t- that's it that, that day was dope, dope. To- toby wasn't here that day i, know, like, he- I was like th- I thought and it, it looked good. dope too like the whole artist and everything yeah we had the artists and everything um that was so dope and everybody uh pitched in and so it was like I think everybody was like 10, 15 bucks, or how much was it to pay him? Like 10 bucks. 10 bucks, and it got, it, it mm. got that, it and got see, that and to see happen. That, that's, I think that's why I, I love that whole part of it. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, my thing, like, with Real Toy Reactions thing is, is like, I want to get control, like, of my life and, and give the power back to the people, right? Yeah, yeah. And that's something that you showed, like, it beautiful, you know what I mean? Everybody came together, and, and look... And look what could happen when everybody comes together. Yeah. The change you can create, right? And look at, like, Power. you're already putting... You put a heart into San Bernardino where it's like you're starting to create that change from that unity, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's where it's like, to me, it was like, damn, that's fucking dope that you're able to fucking bring everybody together. And it's like, to me, that's why it's like the whole politics and all that stuff. Like, it... it bugs me some things bug me but it always comes back to, it always comes back to that you know what i mean yeah. if we all come together i don't care who's in yeah i don't care who's in in, in fucking president or mayor or whatever it is you know what i mean if we all come together and we all decide like hey we want this change it's gonna happen whether you're with it or not you know yeah. what i mean because it's yeah. more of us than than you guys yeah. 
you guys may be the ones in power, but we're the ones giving you the power to yeah. do anything. I mean, and that's that's why, like, to me, the the fact that you were able to do that, it's like, man, like, I just want to keep recreating that with everything, you know what I mean? Everything yeah, that we're yeah, doing yeah, yeah. is just, like, that unity is where it's at, you know what I mean? If we're all on that same mission, on that same uh, goal, yeah. it's like, you'll be able to do anything. Like, it'll matter if, like... You have a, a you're doing the you're doing it through pizzas. We're doing it through our clothes, but yeah. like we all have that same goal where it's like we're able to come together and create this change. You know yeah. what I mean? Create this lifestyle that yeah. that we're building. You know, and that that's what to me that was like, man, that's fucking beautiful, and I, and I love that. That's why it's like I'll back that up a hundred percent just because that whole unity part. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I love that part. Like to me, it's incredible the things you could do with that. And to me, it's living on that quote from, like, Willy Wonka, be be the change that you want to see in the yeah, world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then uh, I like listening to Logic, like, it's his old stuff. And and it's, it's funny, because I just seen one, I just seen a, a post the other day, like, like, stuck to me, where it was just, like, be be the person you needed yeah. when you were little, you know what I yeah, mean? And to me, yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. like... Step up. It, it fucking... Step up. It's like that, yeah, that, yeah. that mm-hmm. what's it called, like, the... That accountability came into me. I mean, it's like, man, like, I'm not being that person I needed. So, it's like, I need to step up my game and, and do what I need to do to be the person that I needed, like, five, ten years ago or whatever, when I was little. Yeah, um, like, five years ago. Five years ago. <laughs> uh, but, but, you know what I mean? Like, that, like just how you're saying, like, the, the whole, the whole, you know what I mean? Be the change. You know what yeah. I mean? That that's like when I seen that, I was like, oh, and we are the change. We are the change. Yeah. I have a shirt on. About <laughs> that city too, Mel Malcolm Moore, Malcolm Moore, oh, Malcolm Moore, Malcolm Moore. He's a song in that that first city that he got all his words from, and it says, um, "How's that song go? We need don't like, let the game change you, but change the game in some way." But in words, is like. In the world that we're in, and we're so used to doing the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. But there's no rules to say that same game that you're in, the same life that we're playing in, you're allowed to change that. Because a lot of times what we're doing is we're following just the, what the rules say, and we're just following like what everyone else does. But yet at one time, there wasn't those rules. At one time, yeah, exactly. let's, just say for, let's just say for my business, a pizza. At one point, there wasn't a pizza book. At one point, there wasn't a style of how to make pizza. People were just making pizza. I don't know, people are probably making, making like square pizzas, and who knows? Anything, like, right? Mm. So it's up to you also to change what that is. Like, again, like my pizza. My pizza doesn't look like everyone else's pizza. And you can put that against a thousand million different pizzerias. Like, yeah. you can say, that, <laughs> yeah. oh, that's Love and Roll's Pizzeria right there. That's, yeah. that's his pizza. It's so different. And I struggle in the beginning because when people first look at myself, the first thing is, what is it? In my head, like, pizza. And I was like, well, no, because that doesn't look like pizza. That's not a normal pizza. That mm-hmm. doesn't look like that. It doesn't look like a pepperoni. That doesn't look like blah. No one puts like just mac and cheese with mac sauce on it. You know, no one does like things like that. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, like I have a harder thing to sell. But once they understand what I'm selling, because I'm changing the game, I'm changing the image, I'm changing the demographics. Mm-hmm. Even like say my cash, there's a big bucket right there that you yourself make your own change. You put your hand in my money and put it down. Anyone has the opportunity to steal from me. Everyone, everyone. Not once that has to happen. Not single once. That's a community jar. Oh, so wait, wait, what? That jar, that jar that's there is for when cash buyers. Cash, you make your own cash. You make your own change. You make your own fucking So let's change. say if it's like 16 bucks and you have 20 bucks, you're paying 20 bucks in there, you're taking $4 out. 
Dude, I, I, never, I never freaking realized that shit. I never fucking realized that. I think it's because you always don't let me pay. <laughs> like, here, you're like, no, no, man. Like, uh, oh, or maybe you're like, put it in the jar. Like, yeah, I know. Know. And I'm like, what? I got a free pizza. But, you know, that's just like no. community. And yeah, then, yeah. Um, usually I get to like older, older people. And I don't mean to get mad at them, but I do it to prove, to make what they're saying stop and to make them understand kind of what you say yeah, accountability yeah. right so a lot of times they'll say and they'll try to say it real quiet so no one hears them saying it but i when i speak out loud and i probably shouldn't do that but i speak out loud so people hear what i'm saying as they're saying it and they'll say hey maybe um you should probably put that money away you know there's people right here and they'll look around and it's like people like you like me like everyone else yeah. all those people around here that uh the point won't steal it i said and i'll say loud, no you're wrong you're making that happen by you saying that, you're making everyone here be like a thief. This here, meaning I put trust in all these people that they're not thieves. Because naturally, people are good. Yeah. People don't want to do that. The reason people do bad is because people like this and like you are saying that they're going to do this because you were taught that. Now, once has anyone stole from me, anyone come in here and say, oh, cool, yeah, I'm going to change it. Yeah, sure. What I'm going to do, check it? That's the whole point. Yeah. I'm not checking it. I'm making pizzas. I'm going to trust you. Yeah. But no one has done that. So if we put trust back in humanity, trust into man that we have each other's back and we are going to take each other than it is. Now, let's say someone does steal from me and I do need that money, but let's say someone does steal from me. They probably really do need that money. Yeah, yeah. They're probably stealing me from a reason if they're actually going to steal from me that way. So hopefully if they do do that, it blesses them more than it blesses me. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? So That's it's like, fuck, maybe, maybe they needed to go get their kids diapers. Maybe they're fucking starving. Uh, maybe they actually need food and they're stealing it for a reason. You know, you can tell those people who just want to do it just to come up, but when you're doing vegan real stuff, you're mostly getting vegans that understand a lot of different things that went down the rabbit hole, start looking at different things, have compassion for things. If someone's not going to kill something, just have a burger, they're probably not going to steal from you. You know what I mean? Because yeah, they yeah. have that compassion from you. But the same thing, like when I do a farm market, other markets, that's when I get those questions like, oh, you should put that away because they're not vegans. That, that's, that's fucking and beautiful. And it's to correct them. No, you're wrong. You're yeah. wrong for thinking that because you're making that person that's not doing nothing, nothing. He has a chance to come in here, have the same experience as you, put his hand in here, make his own change, walk out. And I bet you he won't steal anything. But yet you're putting that status quo right on him mm-hmm. for no reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So be the change you want to see. Oh, and then that what you put out there is what you get. So if I'm always going to think something bad's going to happen to me, oh, it's probably yeah. is. Yeah, if I'm yeah. only going to think I'm sick, I'm probably going to be sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think like, no, I'm not going to be sick, this is not going to happen. And you're still positive and going, going, going. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's like you're creating like your own um, world. Your, yeah, world and opportunities to, to um, get that that energy that you you put out you could get it back because mm-hmm. you're giving people opportunity because you're you're not just saying it you're you're like necessarily you're standing behind it like you're literally putting your money where your mouth is like where people like go ahead and there's 20s there's 50s in there yeah. there's 100 dollar bills in there yeah. sometimes you know i'm going to choose for 100 like just like more 20s in there, go ahead and i think i think that concept on alone on its own needs it's like a episode like on a youtube channel <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. just the, the concept because that 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 thing is something that could go viral because it's yeah. not something that you're you're um like like you know thinking about it or nothing no this is something that you already practice and you're already doing yeah and you've had no negative experiences from doing so where it's and then the philosophy and, behind it too. Yeah. Even if it were to, I think that's, that's, that's like the best. It, that's the thing. It's like that's the best part about it. Is like the way you're thinking about it is just like 
like there's really no negative in it. You know what I mean? Like it's all, it's positive all the way. Like if you took it from me, it's because like, you could. Matter of fact, here, take it. You know what I mean? Like you probably need it more than I do. Like yeah, like say if any any of the homeless people that come to my booth like that just walk up. Yeah. Every single one, and I don't like try to in front of anybody. I'm gonna get my pictures and take it with. As soon as you walk it, what you want, dog? I already know you're homeless. What do you want? Yeah. And right there, a drink and a pizza, no matter what. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have extra paper towels because paper towels are handy. Yeah, yeah. They, they use it for a pillow. They use yeah. it just to just clean their body. Just yeah, yeah. get some water and clean the whole lot because it's not gonna rip like a, like a tissue. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. And then usually in the bathroom it's just a dryer, so they can't really like. That's probably what yeah. they got going away from like paper towels. So those they don't use them for all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So paper towels help so much. So I'll try to get a paper towel, a free pizza, and a drink, just because at the end of the day. They're probably walking by and they're like, dude, that tent says love. Like, why did he walk straight to my tent? Not this, that tent, that, that yeah. tent. Not that tent. He walked straight to my tent. Like, like, so it's my and this is like your story is so dope, man. Like, uh, at first, like, uh, when I gotta like, double when check, you, make sure we're recording. Yeah, we're recording like, when, like, when you first got here and everything, like, I was like, oh, it's just, it's just the pizza, you know what I mean? Yeah, but now, like, that you say the whole story, like, dude, like, man, that needs to be like put out there yeah, like yeah and it's it's like just pizzas are actually more just a uh like, kind of like a universal food well, you know what I mean? it, like, everybody loves pizza if you like pizza i'll sock you right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> <laughs> well no it's like the the pizza like your your message is not the pizza it's more like the act behind the pizza that's just yeah, like yeah. the vessels it's kind of allowing you to pr- put this message in into the world and like well, the, the logo so love love was the, actually uh, the way i came up with love i was I was driving my car in Colorado Springs. I was talking to my little brother, Nathan. And I was kind of telling him what I was going to do. I was like, I got to be thinking of a name. And I had just read the article, too, from the guy. I can't remember his name. And he was going to call it. I was, like, driving. And I was like, love. Calling it love. He's like, no, fool. Go home and think about it. I was like, nope. <laughs> He's like, sleep on it. It's called love. That's what I'm going to call it, love. And I told him the exact memory. He was like, you're fucking stupid. He was like, you should think about that. I was like, nope, that's what it's called. And just the concept of, like, the whole, like, the... Like, I love it, how you say like, the whole name, vibration. It, and, yeah. Like, that's dope. Because I, I, I've, seen, I've seen the the video. Yeah. I don't know if it's the actual video of them doing it, but yeah. I've seen... And there's a bunch of videos, actually. Because they do YouTube. that one rice and they do also with yeah. water. With what? With water. And water. Oh, no. and oh water. yeah, yeah. Same I think, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, the water and is the one that has a little smiley face on I for, it. I even forgot. Funny. I forgot what documentary it was, but there were... Or I forgot what it was. It was like a show, but they were talking about, like, the whole vibrations yeah. and, like... Everything you see is actually a vibration, and everything like how you talk, it's all vibration, right? Yeah. And that's why, like, that's why, like, when you said that, I was like, oh shit, like, hell yeah, that's true. Like, the, I seen all those videos, and just like yeah. the whole name, the vibration is like, yeah. that's dope. That's a dope concept, dope name. Because uh, even like say Nikola Tesla and like Albert Einstein, they said if you want to understand this universe, think of frequencies and vibrations. Yeah, yeah. And that's how you do it. And then the magic number that rules everything is three six nine. So everything nine. I do, like I mean, when I do this stuff. On my papers, because again, when you write yourself down, spell. So always my papers yeah. are important. If I do my journals, three six nine, and because E equals M C squared, and that's animal powers that makes all kind of crazy life. Um, I always kind of bark my pages like that, just to. Stay it's kind of like yeah. it's kind of like my spell. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like my lucky numbers, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I just write things down because I notice if I write things down on a computer, my law of attraction doesn't really work. When mm. I write things down with pencil or pen, law of attraction starts working more. It's like a connection. Mm-hmm. It's just because your body's doing it. And I think what law of attraction is, towards like a law of attraction, it's kind of like, you said, allow something out there that kind of hears you, maybe my trees hear me, maybe it's like the spirit. I, I it's think, your cells. Yeah, yeah. Your I, cells hear you. So your body starts reacting to what you say, and then your body will start making things happen. And then the bacteria on your body will start making things happen. And as you're talking, like, how is this happening? You're, yeah. you're talking it. You're literally yeah. saying it. You're just, yeah. 
and I, 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 I didn't thought about and, it like and, that. And, and the and I resonate with that too because like and I, I would like to li- like correlate that to our like our like our brand and our movement because it's not just a brand the movement though but yeah. you think about it, it's like real talk real actions like you in and in anything like you have to communicate your through speaking right so that's like real talk so if you're communicating like and when you're talking to your brother Nathan about Nathan about it you spoke those words yeah. first before it became anything and then you had to fucking take action yeah. so you put it out there into the universe and that's kind of what our 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 brand is in that real talk reaction is the law of attraction if you're gonna speak it out there you fucking you could you have to speak it out there and and but taking action is also i mean that's that's part of like making your your dreams actually come true now yeah. you say hey bro i'm gonna do this you all right boom put it out there and then you fucking did it. And then later, I bet, like, he was like, this motherfucker, like, did it. He's like, <laughs> he did it. He's like, he and, and, yeah, and, and that was, that's the law of attraction. It's like, yeah. you create your own. And that's why it's like, um, you know, I'm not really trying to turn this whole conversation into a, like, about, like, religion or nothing like that. I'm not religious or nothing like that. I do believe in a higher power. But I would say, like, in a way that we're, like, I feel like we're all individual. Like, if, you know, if we're saying we're created in God's image or something like that. I would say with the highest respect to everybody's, you know, own religious mm-hmm. opinions or whatever, or beliefs or whatnot, we are like our own individual gods mm-hmm. in that sentence. If we're created in God's image, well, we are then a God. And so by that, what that means is like you create your life, world. your world, everything, your universe. Um, and we we either, and this is something too, it's like, you're in this world you're either a a creator or a consumer you know and we have to you know that's what it is like you're actually you you i mean we we could tiptoe the both both paths but that's what there is there's yeah. people that create shit for other people to consume and there's some people just consume 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 and consume um but you know if you create shit like like look you you <laughs> you, you uh, make pizza you create you're a creator right yeah. and but like the the whole idea that you created the whole concept of this pizza to even create like you created the whole brand and everything so it's like in a way like as far as like like you're you're we're all gods right and that's what like um pizza god yeah you're a pizza god now (laughs) but you also consume though too because like look we bought some pizza earlier Yeah, yeah which is funny it's not on this podcast (laughs) <laughs> the pizza guy buys pizza from like Blaze, Ma. Yeah. Like, the only thing here that we could get was Domino's. So Domino's no cheese. Yeah. Uh, it's with peppers and those with uh, mushrooms and onions. Yeah. Uh, if you want to do that, just anywhere, just say you're lactose intolerant and then you cock out your brains out. Yeah. And just tell them it's a medical thing and they'll do it because they don't want to get sued because they don't want you to go to doctor. So just say you're lactose. And don't live on E Street. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. We had it. We had an interesting uh, time before we uh, started getting this podcast going. Um, I definitely want to. You know, we're we're winding down on this podcast. It's it's right now. Um, if you're listening to this, and thankfully, um, so yeah, we pretty much discussed like you know, like the you know the the journey of like you kind of starting your business, how we got to Vegan Sunday. For those of you that if you don't like, if you listen this far. Um, and you're like you guys never we mentioned you. <laughs> uh, like you guys never mentioned Vegan Sunday the location it's 320 Northeast Street right here at the Enterprise uh, building or the 320 Premier Hall in every every Sunday in San Bernardino California 
um, in, of the United States. <laughs> for, all, for all you people <laughs> in, in the Japan, Milky Way galaxy. And then you can follow us on Instagram at Inland Empire Vegan Sundays with the S at the end. Yeah, with the Vegan Sunday, with the S at the end, Vegan Sundays. Also, what's uh, so, every and, Sunday? And then, so also, you know, for sure, go and follow uh, Love Omar Pizzeria if you're not already. Um, you know, if you haven't tried this pizza, and this this is not just like a like go try out some good vegan pizzas. Just go try out some good pizza, like period. It's <laughs> it's it's good. It's different. Um, you're never gonna try a pizza like this. Promise you. Um, and and like I said, if you listen this far, you couldn't hear the amazing story. So we're gonna probably have to like do some editing, or maybe even we'll do it more justice. Kind of get like a video edit. Um, to to actually discuss the the way your pizza operations work because I think that's a beautiful way that you're not only entrusting in the entrusting in humanity like hey I've never had any you you said you never had any negative experiences with the way you handle the money plus the way you take care of like homeless and then just the whole evolution of your business and I think that in itself needs its own like 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 a clip we need we need to put something together so we'll we'll try and make something like that happen for for just for that because i think um people wanting to get into the either the vegan market because right now it's it's super hot trendy people want to start yeah. getting in vegan food if they're trying to make money and they're just following the money and, and it's but if you have some type of philosophy that and you're 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 laying the blueprint down there and um you know this is the type of way you want to operate a business because you trust in the community and that's how you're spreading love you know yeah. you're spreading it around so i think um you know we'll we'll give it a a wrap on this podcast for tonight um i think this was great we got a um opportunity to kind of hear your story and then um let's 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 make this happen some more yeah let's do let's do this yeah. more so maybe you maybe, know maybe other every, every other, other sunday. sunday we'll get together and we'll probably uh we'll 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 stock up on food too, so we'll have to order, <laughs> you know, so we can have a bunch of food. Maybe we could send like, a burrito, nachos, nachos, get some dates, some drinks, some sushi. Yeah, we get a bunch of stuff up here. Some fried bread, vegan or not, uh, fried chicken. Matter of uh, fact, to all the vendors, we're having an after party up here. <laughs> no, uh, so just I bring know. all your food, please. Uh. <laughs> I know. So yeah, we'll 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 definitely uh get get more um creative with this podcast. And, um, yeah, so anything else you want to say, Jesse, before we end this? Pizza, pizza. (laughs) There it is. All right, y'all. Let's go. Hey, what's up, guys? Um, This next part of the podcast is a segment that um, continued after our our original podcast with Jesse. Um, You know, we got to talking about just more of his origins and everything on how he got going and just uh got creative and he he let us know about some of his competitions um in the culinary culinary space so um yeah enjoy this part's called knife fights yeah so so jesse tell us about the knife fights again so what the hell is the knife fight all right so a knife fight what uh started doing knife fights in colorado springs with chef brother luck a knife fight is usually they'll give you like three ingredients you won't know what any of the ingredients are till you get there and once you get there sorry excuse me in the restaurant you're allowed to use anything you want in the restaurant you have an hour to make at least three dishes and there will be three judges all picked from the audience 
<laughs> once he shows you the three ingredients, he literally says go, and you have an hour. What you don't know where pans are at, you don't know where the ingredients are at, you don't know where the salt's at. This is right after service, and when he just had like a busy service, so shit's not clean, your flat top's not done, nothing's ready for you, everything's in the way. <laughs> One, two, three, boom, and you go knife fight. Your skills against mine. What cookbook? What yeah. YouTube? What yeah. go? What do, you, what do you have today? Oh, we got sweetbreads, fucking snails, like octopus, like octopus, like uh, uh, in a how? Like, oh my god! And you just make it happen. Like none of this shit combines. Like, what are you talking about? And you gotta just make it work. Now, the good thing with a knife fight is it's a knife fight. You could bring a bag of whatever you want. It's your knife fight. You could bring all your knives. You could bring pans. You can bring plates. You could bring whatever. Some chefs don't think that way. I do. I bring my own stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I bring a lot of my own stuff. Um, so when I first got involved with a knife fight with Brother Luck, I gave him an email, well not email, but a message through Facebook. And I told him who I was, I'm Jesse Marl, I'm the new uh, banquet chef at the Cheyenne Mountain Resort. And I want to go up against in your knife fight, and a matter of fact, um, I'll go up against any Brahmer chef, so hopefully you invite them, so I'll go against them. So I called out like the highest people in the city. And immediately he wrote back like, who are you? And I told him, he was like, uh, he was like... I, I'm booked for the next one, but I'll put you on for one coming up, but I'll, I'll let you know. Like, all right. And he hit me up uh, after like a few weeks later. Like, hey, I got a spot for the night fight. You want to go in? I'm like, oh, hell yeah, I'll go in. He put me against his sous chef. So someone that knows the whole restaurant, knows every single ingredient in there, knows everything in that restaurant. Boom, what? <laughs> one. And one? One. Damn. What? And the, what I bring are just my kids. I don't bring my whole kitchen staff. I don't bring all these people. Are up. your kids are helping you? No, we're watching. That's oh, it. So someone cheer me on. My two little like, ah, yeah, my yeah. two little kids. That's it. Um, so after that, we um, should do that here. Like we should have a live fight. That'd be dope. That'd be cool. Huh? Well, I think the idea would be so dope if we had the the like a big kitchen the down kitchen, there. Yeah. You know? That's that's what this building needs is like a actual legit kitchen 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 because then then you could do all kind of stuff out of there yeah we have the space to seat people here and oh, we yeah. could we could definitely make and, that and see with the knife fight too what he did he the knife fight was before him so knife fight started that's something like chefs kind of just always did it's kind of like martial arts you know like more mm. than one one like place would kind of challenge one place kind of like yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Thing you know. I, didn't, I didn't even know they had that so that's that's not something new he did it just he did it like in a cool way so what i'm he all thinking was, literally of knife fight me too i was like you stabbed somebody <laughs> that's why you're in california that's why you're in colorado <laughs> so the knife fight too save your audience you're allowed to walk in the kitchen ask me questions look what i'm doing see what i'm doing and like it, he and let that buyer people just come and talk to you so how, how do you do it under pressure? How do you yeah. do it with someone's nah. like, hey, what are you doing? They're like, what are you doing? You want to say that? Like, here you go, taste it. Blah, 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 blah. And he also in the kitchen put a camera. So if you didn't want to walk in the kitchen and he just connects, I think, just like a screen like this, and he put it in, he had like a little like TV like in his uh, in his bar. Mm-hmm. And he just put it on there so people too could like watch like what we're doing and doing that. And then once it's like you're done with a dish, so three judges, I'm supposed to make three of each dish. Boom, 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 boom. This is blah, 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 blah. Good. And you just run back. And then if what he's done, whatever he's done, he just comes to do the same thing. And then just have the hour. So if let's say I get all my dishes done within like say thirty minutes, I'm done. I could just do another dish. I could do another one, another one, and just keep yeah, buying yeah. the hell of them. So a lot of times my fights too. My first and my first ones, I just start with three, and I was like, ah, I can wait faster on this. I can do more. So then I start doing five. So it was putting me like way in the top. Um, so with those night fights, I won three in a row straight. Damn. And that was against people like people, people. And the last one I lost to a guy named Chicken. And he was a chef at like, the it. flying horse. You gotta get a ticket. We gotta get a rematch. I don't. <laughs> it's like, I don't even know the guy, oh, man. Uh, uh, yeah, I don't even know him, but chicken, 
you got some fucking, you better fucking. You're going down, check it out, damn it. <laughs> so what I notice is, again, because I don't bring nobody, because I always just come with yeah. my kids after work, blah, blah, bring my bag, and then I just take off. When I came in, his, because he's a chef of the country club, his whole staff was there. Tuesday. Oh, so you could have your staff there oh, too yeah. to help you out? No, no, I have you. Oh, Georgia. just to be, uh, it's there, So right? they probably picked his, his, well, his people to judge, maybe. Well, that, that and yeah. Now, what I noticed was a lot of people were, have alcohol in their hand. Mm-hmm. A lot of people were ordering food before we started the night fight. Where before, it's, it's a Tuesday, yeah, Tuesday's because it was the slowest night uh-huh. he had. And I don't bring nobody. Yeah. So I was looking around like, whoa, this whole place is packed with just his people. Huh. And they're eating and drinking a lot. Huh. So we went in the back, and when the judges were judging, um, both his dishes were bad. One, it was too spicy, and they were like, "Can't it's too spicy." And one other one was a sweet bread, so it's the it's the glands and veals, and he undercooked that. So they told him, "Hey, it's undercooked," and the other one was like too spicy. And I was like, "I already fucking want this." This is like, yeah. one I had it was um, a pumpkin, so I fried it. It was a small one. And then under it, I made a little fire inside it. And then I covered it with uh, like two, three sticks of cinnamons and put a little bay leaf so it has, it has some room to like smoke. And then right when I was serve it, I put in, I made um, pumpkin risotto, like a roasted pumpkin risotto, put it top of there. And the idea of all this was when you put the spoon inside the pumpkin and pulled it out, it would make a natural suction. So mm-hmm. then it'll pull out like a smoke, like a boop, and hopefully a smoke popped out as you're doing it. I don't know if that happened or not because I was in the back doing stuff. But I took it to like that level. Yeah, so yeah. when they're saying that stuff, That's I was like, up. oh, like, I want this. Like, this is how I got this. And they're like, oh, it's a tie. And I was like, it's a tie. And he was like, it's a tie. And I was like, he's even surprised. Like, yeah. what but do you mean it's a tie? There are no ties in knife fights. And he was like, all right, tiebreaker. Like Five minutes, any egg dish. One, two, three, go. And I was like, wait a minute. Like, right now, he's like, go. I was like, an egg dish in five minutes. Like, dude, your flat tops are all caked on with like crap. Like, let me get egg in. That dude had an egg pan. Pulled on his little backpack, eggplant, like, oh crap. So I went to his flat top, tried to scrape it all as much as I can. Oiled it, put an egg on there. Right away, just stuck. Right away, just like, and then, like flip. Like, oh my god, all his other pans are just standing still, so they're not sick. So they're not yeah. even coated. So I don't even have time to even coat those up. Five minutes. I already really wasted a minute. I'm like, what the hell? I was like, all right. So I just scraped it again, like, use more oil, just scrape the crap out of it. Put some more oil, loadable oil, put the egg on there, just like, I'm doing something inside up, covered it. He even had me, like, um, uh, pigskin. So I threw in the fire to make chicha on. So I took the egg out, put it on the plate. Um, I fried up uh, small diced uh, jalapenos and um, onions, put on top of the egg, and then I got the chicha on with a micro zester and then zested it so it looked like clouds. Uh, and right when I was serving it, the egg, the yolk broke. So it went everywhere. And they're like, oh, uh, well, your yolk broke. Like, uh, chicken one. I was like, what? I'm like, you know what? Like, whatever. Like, cool. You won. You won. Fucking set up. Yeah. Wild chicken. Watch you. your chicken. Chicken, you're getting... That's crazy. And then I did one more for him, but that one he did seven daily sins. And he wanted us to pair up with our own bartenders from our own resort. So now he was playing up against um, establishments against establishments. So it was my resort against Sapanza. She was working at Wobbly Olive or something like that. The bartender that I wanted to bring, her name was Tabitha Beast. Bang, anything, bomb. Super bomb. I don't go to his place because whatever personal reasons. I just don't go to his place. Like, yeah. good. You're going with me. You're my best bartender. And I'm in this fight. It's the seven daily sins. I'm going to take all four of those dishes and the other three is you. You just have to match my dishes. I don't have no idea what I'm making because he's going to show some greens and be like, go. So I have to like literally come up with it in my head right there. And then you have to come up and be like, all right, you're making that and taste whatever I'm making. And then run over there in the second dish. Like, I'm going to make it blah, 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 whatever it is, you know? 
Can't do it. Like, oh, you stupid. Ask another one. Couldn't do it. Another one couldn't do it. So the guy that got, uh, his name was Derek, and he was like our sommelier, but I don't think he knew how to make drinks really well. <laughs> so he came, and like, what I noticed is he just made drinks. He didn't match it to my food. He didn't come to check what mm. I was even making. Like, where is he at? I called him back. Like, what are you making? Like, oh, I'm making this. Like, what? do you know what I'm making? Like, no. Like, then how are you matching it? Like, yeah. food-wise, oh, my God. I killed it. I was like, because Sapanza is a really, really good chef. So those nice fights, too, I used to always go there to just watch, to see in the city who's who. So to know what chef's doing what, what they're cooking there. So when I do my menus, I'm like above the edge because I already know what they're doing. Maybe that's not selling right. Even go to a restaurant and see like what it's selling like to know what everyone's capability is. So when I came to my menus, my brunches, my everything, I was always on top because I already know your game. I already know what you're doing. I already know what your specialties are. I know what your weaknesses are. I know what your cons are. I know what your pros are. And I'm going to capitalize on every single thing in one of them. And I ask my people, what are my cons? What do I suck at? Tell me now. Like, oh, yeah. like don't be nice. Tell me what I suck at <laughs> so yeah. I get better so I can beat them. Yeah. Oh, like, all right, blah, 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 blah. So I knew I was going against a beast. And I just came, all right, my mind, like before, like, fast. Just go fast. Just go so fast where she's even getting intimidating of how fast you're going and how fast you're moving. Dude, I made some nice stuff. Like one of them, uh, for my pride, he had a, and again, you, you don't know what he has in his kitchen, but he, had a, he happened to have a purple carrot. So I got the purple carrot out and I made a purple carrot risotto. And I used that one, I think one of the ingredients, that one that day I came over to, it was like sweetbreads, mushrooms, and canquats, the three ingredients. You gotta come with seven daily items with those ingredients. It's like, what the fuck? Like, this is so crazy. It's like, so it's like they tell you, like, or like, say one of the ingredients is mushrooms. You could make anything, it just has to have mushrooms in it. One of those three, so, cool, well, that one's different because that was seven. So, with those seven dishes, those ingredients, um, had to be worked into your food ingredients. Uh, the bartender could, had to, I think they gave them like certain things they had to use too. Like I think it was like kankwats and like something, I can't remember the ingredients again. But for us, for food wise, we had to use those ingredients and how to showcase those ingredients and what we're using for those ingredients and so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. So like I said, with the sweet breads too, on top of that, um, I threw it on top. So it was like, I brought my real pretty plate, like a flower plate and in the middle. So like, it was like super purple. I had like the, the golden browns. Um, I can't even have a salsa put on top. But also brought like uh, I call it my forest green oil. So it's chives and parsley. You mix with oil, and you just let it set for a day, and it gets like crazy green, like forest green. And from there, so that purple, that green, it just popped. Like it was just so perfect. And like they're like, why'd you call that pride? Like, cause every knife cut is a, like perfect, like fine bonoise. Like it's it's chef style cuts of everything. It's like it's to the the, the diameter, everything is like very perfect. For the dessert one, um, I made. He had ricotta in the refrigerator, so I got ricotta. And with the canquats and got the canquats and made her uh try to make a quick like a uh, ricotta canquat ice cream and then i got a small little tortilla had fried it put it with the cinnamon and the sugar and he had chocolate that i mixed with i don't know if it was Kahlua. it might have been Kahlua. it was something like it was a, like a dark liqueur to mix with the chocolate and then if you get um rice paper like the ones um Kind of like those fake chicharrones that you put on fryers and they blow up. Oh yeah. So Chinese people they have or Asian people they have the rice paper that's clear and yeah. they have to do like the the clear egg rolls. When yeah, that's yeah, when that's yeah, done, yeah. it's it's like this before they they put in water. Oh, if you get a torch yeah. and put on fire, it gets crispy like a chicharron. Yeah. But if you put something on it, it'll melt like crazy. So I got them real big and I, I torched it, got it all crispy. I took it off and then some of the ice cream I put on top of the ice cream, and then when I served to them that hot like chocolate I had. I poured on top of it, so I think just disappeared, oh, like, oh, it disappeared shit. all weird, and they went all on the bottom, so when they picked up, like, the chip, it was like, the oh, fuck. It was 
fuck up. Damn. <laughs> I feel like there's like a fucking, you know, you know how they have those like underground like like dance off places. Like I feel like that's where it is. That's underground. It's like everybody's like that's mm-hmm. dope. I, <laughs> I know, yeah. I ended up losing because of the, the bartenders. Well, yeah. they didn't say why, but I was like, dog, like, yeah. you didn't match, you didn't try to come back there, you didn't look well, you didn't ask me one question. Like, you yeah. just your, oh, I'm third. <laughs> That's right. And what, and what got you into, like, wanting to be a chef? Like, what, like, why, why food? Like, why, why? Honestly, I was going to school when I, in high school, I took, like, home ec to cook. I've always cooked because I see my grandma cook. I always mm-hmm. watch her cook. She used to make fun of the time, like your Betty Crocker, your, you know, where's your apron at? Like, fuck you, but I come up with all this food, you guys are eating it, right? Like, uh, yeah. yeah. So then I started going to school to be a fireman. So I started, like, studying, like, fire technology, um, learning about forest fires, like, what a crown fire means, like, everything. And I got in a car accident, and my ligament on my right knee tore off and tore in half. So then I couldn't walk, I couldn't jump, I couldn't do anything uh, for, like, a year. So that was my whole movement. I was ready to go to college, I was going to go to Mount, Mount Sac to go to their fire yeah. program. And I was like, crap, I can't do it now. And I happened to be sitting down on the couch and the Cordon Bleu commercials came on. And it was like, to be a chef and blah, blah. I was like, that's a real job? Like, because in my head, yeah. I'm going to be a fireman, but I want to be the guy that was cooking the breakfast and the barbecue. Like, that's going to be me. Like, that's going to be me. Yeah. Like, that's going to be my job. Like, they're going to be cutting the grass and all that. No, I'm going to cook and like all this stuff. So in my head, I want to be a fireman to be the cook. Like, yeah. <laughs> so when I seen those commercials come out, I was like, whoa, like, that's a real, because like, as a Mexican, you know, you don't go to no fine dining restaurant. We yeah. go like, you know, Sizzler, like, hell yeah. yeah. You, just, you know, yeah. go to see a buffet. Huh. You know, all you can eat shrimp or just steak. You, know, you just don't see all that stuff. So when I told my dad, he was like, you want to do what? And he was like, just go work at a warehouse. Like, go yeah. work at a machine. Get better. I'm like, nah. Like, I like doing that. I just didn't know that was a real job. Like, I didn't uh. think that was like, a real, like, career career. I thought it was just like... Something people just did, not real. Yeah. So we went to Pasadena to go to the Cornon Blue. We made an appointment, all this stuff, went over there. And this uh, counselor came on. He was a black dude, and he showed us the campus, gave us a tour, gorgeous school, everything. And before going there, I tried, like, okay, like, if I want to be a chef, like, what's a chef? Like, what's the top that you could be in America? And it was a master chef. Like, oh, all right, that's the fuck I want to be, master chef. Didn't know what it meant to, like, get there. Didn't know what it meant to, like, really get there. So I got there, and he asked a question, like, what do you want to be? I was like, a master chef. Flat all started laughing at me. What? Oh, like, I mean, my dad looking at her like, why? He was like, you know, in America, there's only like sixty. Like, yeah, I know. No. <laughs> That's why he said it. And yeah. he was like, you know how much work you have to do. You're already being start. I'm mean, this time I'm like twenty one, twenty. I'm not old. Like, yeah. you know how much work you should have already been in kitchens. Like. Yeah, that's what we're gonna give you money, and then so, you show me how to be that. Yeah, isn't this yeah. part of your plan? Like, yeah. is this part of your whole package? Like, how <laughs> does that? Like, better this year. <laughs> like, so if I want to be a master chef, then how am I supposed to go about doing that? Uh, yeah. And he was like, oh, and literally started laughing, and I was like, I'm sorry, is this like Harvard or like Yale? Because this yeah. is like Pasadena. This is Cornell Blue Pasadena. I ain't like the Cornell Blue like Italy. Yeah, yeah. This is Pasadena. I was like, you know what? In Riverside, there's a school that's actually teaching from your same books at RCC, and it's only $2,000. Yeah. And he was like, you know what? How about you go over there, and you see if you pass, and if you pass, you come back over here, and we'll sign you off for this one. I was like, why would I go there, learn from your same books, only pay $2,000, then come to your school and pay well over $45,000 to learn from the same exact book? Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm out. Yeah. And just went to the Riverside one, because um, I was still injured with my knee. Yeah, yeah. I was almost injured. The company that gets the, the girls wick sponsored me for some reason and paid for everything. And I paid for books and I paid for my clothes and I paid for nothing. Oh no shit. And just passed. And then 
we took a field trip to downtown to uh, the historical uh, Mission Inn. As soon as I walked in there, like, I'm working here. Like, nope, I'm working here. I actually said, I'm going work here. I don't, I don't give a fucking job. I don't give a shit. I'm going to yeah. here. So at that time, I was working at Island Burgers um, in Riverside. I went to Mission Inn almost for three months straight and lied, said I had interviews, kept calling, kept bugging people, waiting for <laughs> chefs to come out, like, hey, well, level, like, hey, like, and they will say, stop coming here. I see you coming here on security. Like, don't come here no more. I'm like, fuck. Like, I don't have a job. <laughs> I really want to work there. Like, I really want to work there. Yeah, like, what yeah, the yeah. hell, man? Yeah. And one day I was at Island Burgers and on their phone, they're like, hey, you got a call. And I was like, what the hell's calling me? Like, who even knows that this number? Who the hell? Yeah, how did they uh, get a hold of me here? It was yeah. them. The chef Victor, like, what the hell? Like, all right, what's up? You want a job? Like, yeah. All right, you start tomorrow. I was like, oh, well, I got this job in my two weeks. He was like, you want a job or not? I'm like, oh, like, yep, sure do. Uh-huh. I went straight to the office, like, hey, that was blah, blah. I've been, you know, the, what the yeah. job I've been trying to get for the last, like, forever. Like, yeah. Well, that was them. And they said that I need to start tomorrow. Like, tomorrow. And they're <laughs> like, this is what I've been going for. And they're like, we understand. Like, that's cool. Like, don't worry about it. Like, all right. That's like, dope. this is literally what I've been, like, going for for, like, the last three months nonstop and lying my ass off. Yeah. And I think they did that because they're just being assholes. They just want to see, like, how hard they could use me. And they starved me off at seven seventy five. Damn. The girl I was seeing at that time got a job maybe, like, three weeks after. Garmage, so a lesser job than me. Like, less work, less everything for nine fifty. I was at the mission in line, and I was like their, their, bitch boy, <laughs> and I did everything. So the pasta guy had to make all his pastas, had to go cut like all his onions, all his garlic, all his everything. Um, from my line, I had to like all the meats all grilled off. I had the seafood ready prep. I had to make all the calamari. We used to have these shrimp purse things where they grill the shrimp off and all these vegetables and that same rice paper grow up in the shrimp, and that took forever. Our lasagna from scratch, so noodles. Get the bill out, take all the service skin off, put it in the grinder, season that up, cook it off, drain all that off. Uh, the cheese, get all the cheese, strain that off with the ricotta, build all the lasagnas for the restaurant. So you're getting like big old pieces like this. So you're usually doing like seven, like 200 pans at a time. And at the same time, your tickets are going off. And you got to keep making those tickets as you're prepping everything. And on top of that, like, oh, you got to make polenta, you got to make potatoes, uh, rice. And then if they're also Google, which is like lamb shanks that take about like four hours to prep. Uh, and you, you got to do 80 pounds of that shit. You, you, uh, for and like $8 for seven seventy five. dollars 75 well, I love doing it. Yeah. And I was going to say, like, you enjoy doing that food? Well, that place, at one time, um, the chef was bragging that he's bringing these two new cooks, that they're these superstars, you come into banquets, they're going to show us how to do things, and they can say, like, you have chefs there, like, why are they just not showing us how to do things? Like, yeah. Or are two cooks going to come and show us how to do things? And, and again, I think that was just them just being kind of how they were. These two superstars lasted for maybe two hours and walked the hell out. Walked out. No, said I can't do this shit. Got their bags, packed the shit up, walked over. It's like, <laughs> like that's your superstars. Like, <laughs> like, can you picture this now? That we actually stay here and grind this out. This mission in line alone. Oh, today we have five hundred reservations. Like, how many people do we have today? Oh, it's just gonna be you two. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> why? Like, yeah. why didn't we schedule more people to come on the line today? Like, why is it just us yeah. two? Yeah. Well, hurry up. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, and in my head, it's like, all right, here it goes. It's a challenge. Damn. You're going to fail? You're going to look like how everyone else is going to look like? You're going to be just like them? Or do you say, all right, fuck it. Bring it, motherfucker. And you just strap it on, and you just, that's it. You get zoned out. You get just zoned out. Yeah. All right, I memorize all that. I memorize all this. All that, blah, 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 blah. 
and then you just that's it that's all right i have to work right now for eight hours right now is an eight hour stretch i'm not gonna eat this food i'm not gonna eat that food i'm not gonna drink that i'm not gonna drink that like this eight hours now fucking does not stop one two three one go and you just go and then when you're done it feels like you want to fight it feels like you got in the biggest fight you got in your life and you fucked that thing up because a those tickets went out b nothing came back if it did come back that was like one or two things but no matter what you're only gonna get those two things come back because you can't please everybody because it's not too hot enough or it's not too cold enough or whatever that might be mm-hmm. but actual mess ups none actual like getting ticket times out and just knocking those things out with just two of us dude Damn. it feels like that's why i love it, it like every time i do a piece of business and i like, get slam busy and I'm like, why do you for yourself for it? Honestly, what I do for myself, it's like, oh, like, this is me. Like, this yeah. is me giving this to you. Like, I'm giving you my all. I'm working my butt off. And that vendor has six people there. And they have five. And they have four. I'm literally giving you my love here. You're getting me 100% for every single pizza. Everything's touched by me, made by me, and it's in your hand. Like, yeah. if I had a cashier, I would sell more pizza. Why? I would never have to stop. Yeah. And with cashier, people would just would tend to come more socially. Like the cashiers I have, they're just real pretty. And I don't pick them because they're pretty. They just, when I say I need cashiers, they just, when I get them, they're just real pretty. Yeah, yeah. So they naturally just make people just stop. So I sell more pizzas with the cashiers. So when I don't have cashiers, it's just, I don't know if I want to call it a pride thing. It just feels like a, a proud thing. Yeah. It feels like I can do this. Like I yeah. could do this even more to give it to you guys. And some people are like, oh, you need help. It's like, I'm literally giving your pizza like in five minutes. Like, yeah. you call Domino's right now, even walking, like, you're still going to wait a half hour. Like, this is five minutes. I'm like, like, and I have a, like tickets and I'm just like, it just, that feeling just feels amazing. Like, yeah. and I got that because of working those crazy conditions. Yeah. And if I didn't put myself that and just quit like everyone else did, I couldn't do this. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't do half those things I've done because I didn't train myself to do that. I would have trained myself to be slow, be like, oh, I can't do that. Like, nah, fuck, that ain't my job. Like, then when would I train myself to be a rock star? If I was going to be an executive chef one day, and that's what my dream was, one day I'm going to wake up and be an executive chef, or I say, okay, here's day one. I'm an executive chef. If I walk past and that's a trash on the ground, okay, I'm just like the rest of the cooks. If I didn't grind out and took my break and blah, blah, and so on and so forth, like these other people, okay, I'm just like that. I'm not being like them. Because in the end of the day, if I take a break and all this shit needs to get done, that just means I lost a half hour. And now they come back and do double the work because I still have to clock out at this freaking time. Yeah. So why should I go break when I just, boom, just get it done? Yeah. You're not taking breaks? <laughs> you go ahead and take a break. Go ahead. Look, look at this big old list to give us to do. Dude. That's never going to stop. It's amazing. It's like, uh, it's like you're like the, the pizza god. Uh, <laughs> like, cause you, cause but you... the, that's dope because like, just like the whole mentality, right, <laughs> from when... Like, from when you said, like, all right, I'm going to be a chef. But it's like, I'm not just going to be a chef. I'm going to be the top chef. That's chef. And, that, and that's the thing that's like, I hate when, like, whether it's good or bad or whatever it is that you're doing, like, um, it's like, if you're not trying to be the best one, then what the fuck are you doing? You know, like, like, like I, I always say that to, like, well, well, when, well, one of my brothers, right, he's always, like, in and out of prison and whatnot. And it's like, I always tell my older brother, it's like, what the fuck is he doing? Like, if you're going to be, like, a gang member or whatever, then, motherfucker, then be the top. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, best then. Like, don't be the fucking, the guy that they're telling them, go do this. Like, you be the guy telling them mm-hmm. what to do. And it's like, with anything, right? Like, like you're trying to be the chef, then be the top chef. Like, why would, like when that guy was laughing at you, like, dude, if you're not doing this to be the top of them, why the fuck are you doing this? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the fuck out the way. Like, because if I make myself, I was just telling my cooks this, 
Because a lot of times, what it takes is work, right? It yeah, takes yeah. hard work to be that. And that's what yeah. I tell people too is, if it was easy, then everyone would just do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's a reason why it's hard. But it pays off. It pays off a long run because if you're going to put this stuff down and train yourself constantly to do the things you don't want to do because it's hard, it takes forever, it hurts your back, you're bending over, your hands yeah. are getting sore, there's freaking, especially like this muscle, like muscle, Jesus Christ, like that's just from a knife, like just tongs, you know? Yeah. It's going to pay off. Yeah, yeah. But if you don't train yourself to do that, you're never going to get there. Yeah. You're never going to take your body there. Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? You can't say, well, I want to do multiplication, but yet you still don't know how to add and subtract. Yeah, yeah. You can't go into freaking algebra again because you've never picked up multiplication and division. Yeah, yeah. Like, you have to go through every step, and every step is going to kick your ass. But once that kicks your ass, your body's used to it now. Yeah, yeah. Now it's like, oh. And, 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 I, and I think that's where, it, that's where it is, like, the perseverance of things, you know what I mean? Like, once it's like, when you're doing it at the moment, it fucking sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, like, I don't want to do it. But once it's like, you did it, and it's like, now you got to do it again, now it's like... Uh, this shit, like I got this, you know what right? I mean? Like, it ain't shit. Like, but if you never go through that process, yeah, you, you never grow. Yeah, yeah. You never get all that shell. You never develop. You never turn into that caterpillar to that butterfly. Yeah, you yeah. got to take those steps. And a lot of people are scared to take those steps because it takes work. And a lot of times, it's not that it takes work. I think in people's mind, what they get freaked out about is it takes work. And of course, it takes work. But I don't think they know what foot to put first. Yeah, yeah. You know, so they struggle with that. Like, oh, it's a lot of work just to even do that work to get to that work. But you give people the structure like no if you start this way you still don't have to do it but if you start with this foot first and then go a second foot it's going to get done faster even though you still have to do all that shit and and even and even just like that mentality though that you have you know what i mean like like that like it's gonna have to get done anyways Mm -hmm. like just get that 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 thought of your head like fuck it's gonna be hard work like it's gonna be work regardless like just fucking you know what i mean you just gotta Fucking do it, and, do it. And, and, and if you and, complain about it, it's gonna suck worse. Yeah, exactly. It's gonna be a worse exactly. thing. And if you don't like being here, why the fuck are you a chef for? You know, you go to Costco and they pay you fifteen bucks an hour. You get a break. <laughs> you get benefits. You go to a bank, they'll pay you a bank. Yeah. And all you gotta do is just sit there and count money all day long. Why are you in here busting your butt? Never having vacations. Never have weekends off. Never have holidays off. Matter of fact, you gotta work on your birthday too. Why are you here for? Because we gotta feed the masses. We're working when people are on vacation. We're working when people have days off. Yeah. Why are you working here for? If you're doing this because you're doing it for a paycheck, go work at Costco. It's a better paycheck. Yeah, yeah, it's way yeah. bigger than this one because you're yeah, working butt off for no reason. That's what I was saying. And you have like, knife in your hand. You have fire. I mean, the of you getting hurt just on your daily basis because you slip and the knife stabs you yeah. because the freaking pan, like, oh, my, you're getting burned and cut all day long. For what? Sunday for 75? Minimum wage? <laughs> and, like the, and that's what I was going to say. Like, the, only re- the only way you'll be able to do that is if you love what you're doing. You know what I mean? Like, if you love what you're doing, it's like a do that for free obviously you got shit to pay but it's like you know what i mean it's like if you love it you do that shit for free and that's why it's like to me like i like cooking but it's like as soon as i'm done cooking it's like i don't even want to eat it no more just because like fuck i was picking at it the whole time you know what i mean like but that's like shit like like the whole chef thing i don't think it'll be able to do i absolutely love love cooking i do not like cooking for myself i do not cook for myself Fuck that. I'd rather cook for everyone else. <laughs> I, for me, uh, I want to sit down and you can, feed me, you can fucking feed me fucking a cup of noodle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can sure. feed me cereal. That's like, cool, trip. dog. Like, like, I don't even care. I don't eat over a trash can. I don't even be wine and dine. Yeah, yeah. But when it comes for everyone, like, even my kids, like, 
dad at one time was like, okay, let me get up and get bread on. I went the right foot the pan, like, <laughs> like, and I put on the plate, like, baby, there you go. Like, no, regular, like. It's a regular sandwich. What do you mean, motherfuckers? Like, it's, like, it's, just, it's just nice. It just looks nice. That's it. Like, uh, shit. <laughs> so, that's dumb, man. That's dumb. I, I think that's I'm dumb. like, I, I like cooking for myself and not like, I don't know, I guess I'm like nervous on getting rejected on somebody turning <laughs> down my food, like, you know? Like, if I cook for somebody and I'm like, hell yeah, this is good. Like, I know what I like. And then if I cook it for somebody and they're like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to get rejected <laughs> off my food, you know? Don't, don't turn down my food. So, a lot of the times so, now, so, I don't know. Sometimes, uh, sometimes your food looks like, what the fuck is you doing there? Exactly. No, people question it all the time. I don't even offer people food no more. Like, <laughs> especially going vegan. Like, just because I don't even want people to be like, yeah, no, nah, I don't want none of that. Oh. I'm like, all right, hold on, wait, hold on. Let me put my plate down. Like, what you got against my food? Like, <laughs> you know, like, so I don't even, like, if somebody asks, like, oh, yeah, go ahead. But, no, nah, for offering and, and cooking for anybody else, no, nah, I kind of feel like, I like, I mean, I, I would love to, like, uh, have that feeling that you probably have that, you know, oh, man, you just cook for somebody and they're happy and shit. Aww. And they're like, they love what you made. And, and then that's probably got to bring this other, it's like this kind of like that's, that's like what makes priceless it thing all worth it that's I, what makes i feel it, like I, I feel like that's like the yeah it's just that i feel like it's like the like the like the comedians you know what i mean like they love seeing people laugh it's like i'm the weirdo that's when you when you because no one eats a pizza from me right yeah, and then yeah. no one really comes back and say oh my god i really no one does that i might see it on instagram but mostly instagram they're taking pictures before they eat it so that's like a real truth like yeah. oh so well now of course they're fans before and they had it before i could yeah. believe them but no one just stays there like, oh, God, that's so... So I can see them. So most times I'm making stuff when I can look up, I'm trying to look up to see their faces. And they're like, yeah. oh, God, like, fuck yes. Like, yeah. yes, they yes. make that face. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, oh, like... And I love that, you know? Or just, like, people... There's some people that, that come to the booth and they don't buy pizza, you know? They just come there and they look, but their mouth is just like... Oh. And especially when I take out the oven, especially when it's, like, the hot and that seems coming out, I throw it right in that box and they just, like... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> like, just their reaction. Like, the fact that... I could do that and get a reaction. It's like, yeah. oh, just like comedian. I love that. Yeah. Like I love that theory. Like, how you put yeah. that? And 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 see, like that. That's that's what. Like I could go into that. Like the fact that you're so passionate about it. It's like, I guess like how you were saying like earlier <clears throat> when when like people don't know what step to take first. I think it's to me it's just that. Like if you gotta find that passion. You know what I mean? Where it's like, yeah, whatever, whatever it is. You know what I mean? If you like picking up trash and that's your passion. You know what I mean? Like that's mm-hmm. that, and but I feel like that's where it's like people forget to find that passion and they come forward to just like oh fuck it like I'll go get a warehouse job like your dad told yeah, you know, yeah, I'll yeah. go get a warehouse it's job because it's easy. But it's like finding your actual passion, what you actually want to do, yeah. is where it's at. You know what I mean? Like for instance, like with us, like um, at first, like that's how I like like I started working like at a doing maintenance at a hotel. But I don't know why with with his brother like I I was seeing like even like warehouses right like the forklifts like I was always intrigued by those and I was like I want to learn how to drive those shits and and when I did like all right like well now I want to be like the best driver now every every warehouse I would go to right I'd always be the I would always strive to be the top three drivers yeah like you guys are gonna be talking about me and and then like it was just like the the one type of forklift. Then I seen another type of forklift. What the fuck? Like, I want to learn how to drive that shit down. And it's like, now I know how to drive all of them, right? But then, like, now I got to, like, that's not really, like, what I want 
to do. I don't want to be a forklift driver, but it was like my thing was just like I want to be the best at whatever I do, yeah. right? And and like so so it's like now just recently like with all with like these jobs that we've been having or that we had, it was like I just fucking every day waking up just to drive. It was like fuck, like I fucking hate this fucking shit. Like the same, the same it, like the same. Like, this yeah. is like I started like getting scared and fucking depressed and all kinds of anxiety just because like fuck like am I really gonna fucking die in a warehouse like oh, like hell yeah. no like this ain't me like this and that's yeah. why I was like so like that's why like with everything that we're doing now it's so it's so dope you know what I mean cause it's something that that I like doing you know what I mean it's like like obviously like I'm, I'm I don't wanna be an event coordinator like that but it's like the the whole it, like all this is correlating to our why like yeah, why yeah. we're doing all this stuff you know what I mean that's why it's like like I enjoy doing all this stuff now compared to like show us crying to fucking on our drive to work you know what I mean but yeah. and that's why it's like I like I'm like so in love now with your story and shit just because like the passion you bring and, yeah. and like your like the, the whole thing of why you're doing this you know what I mean because yeah. like I said what you're doing is fucking hard yeah. Everything you're doing is hard, yeah. and I don't think you'd be able to do that without that passion. Oh hell you know no! I mean, like, I mean right. don't get me wrong; it makes good money. It makes money where I can survive. But if I didn't love what I was doing, because this is what people don't understand too. And I had to explain this to the chef to a lot of my cooks because they'll try to just say, "Why well, can't you do what you're doing?" Just because I make it look easy doesn't mean it's easy. Yeah, yeah. There's a system in place. Like say, even set up my tent. At my mom's house, I probably practiced it on my tent probably like 20 times before I actually had to go to an event and set up my tent. Mm-hmm. I probably practiced putting my car together of like just blowing stuff in there. I was like, nah, that didn't feel right. Throw it back again, like, nah, that's not right. Throw it again, like, okay, when I take it out, that's gonna like, that's not gonna be fast. I need to go here. Like, I had to do that so much just to do the unpacking. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's, there's a lot that goes into it. So then when I actually do it, it does look easy to a lot of people. Yeah. And then I struggle like in the shuffle because all of my cooks would be like, oh, I can just do what you're doing. Like, all right, do it. And, 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 see, and that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, it's like, like, say, I, I'm going to start my my pizza shop right now, my yeah, pop-up, yeah. right? The fact that it's like, and if I'm just doing it because it looks easy, yeah. then I'm already fucking up. Yeah. My why is already yeah. fucked up. Or just because yeah. it's to make money. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. like, okay, it's like, if I do, no, it's like, if I do, you got to have something behind that. Mm. Then, cause, it, cause, Cause don't get me wrong, I would do it. And it'll probably work, mm-hmm. but eventually it's gonna die because it's not passion. It's, it's not passion. It's not, it's not, it's not what you know what I mean. It's, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna persevere through those hard parts where it's like because if you're not doing it like 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 that through yeah. your passion and you're just doing it just to get money out I don't of feel it. I don't work today. I don't feel like popping. Yeah, it's probably gonna rain. Like yeah, yeah. You have all excuses to say yeah, why exactly. you're not gonna do it exactly. until say. <laughs> I'm going to go because they're probably all not going to go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm going to capitalize yeah. on all the sales that they're not going to make. So oh, hell yeah. yeah, I'm going. Like, because you're looking at your brand as it's not something that I'm trying to make money off. This is a brand that's going to be more than my life. It's going to mm-hmm. be alive well over when I'm dead. Yeah. yeah. So the structure of the, of the foundation right now has Legacy. to be so solid that no matter what, it's always going to be solid even when I'm here or when mm-hmm. I'm not here. That is just that much. So what it takes for me right now is a lot of grinding. What it takes for me right now is a lot. Of, it takes a lot of energy. 
it takes a lot of energy for me to make a pizza that fast. And then at the end of the day, I don't even have to go that fast. Mm-hmm. But the reason I go that fast is because I have to capitalize on just the hours I'm open. Mm-hmm. So if I'm only open like four or five hours a day, I have to capitalize on those four or five hours. Mm-hmm. Where someone is like, nah, I gotta work that fast. It's like, uh, and yeah, you probably yeah, have a second yeah. job. You know what I mean? You're not really looking at your numbers of like how much revenue you're trying to bring in. Where mm-hmm. me, it's like, no. If I can make every single pizza at two minutes and 30 seconds, then I can sell more per hour, which then gives me capital to go to move on to different things, to mm-hmm. different goals, to different stuff and so forth. If I stay just regular and just, okay, this is, you know, this is good enough for me. Okay, I can't do this when I'm 45. I can't do this when I'm 50. I'm not doing this when I'm 60. If I just stay with that Mattel, you know? So I'm always trying to think of how do I make this the bigger reality, not a reality that I thought of, not a reality that my mind can imagine because this is something again that you have to or something i believe that this is going to be further than i could ever ever take this even imagine it so how big is this going to get is something that i can't even imagine yet so that was one of my questions on paper yeah that was one of my questions like not only that like how how do you how do you add somebody to your team because right now it's like your passion for for uh doing what you do can that be translated into teaching and and inspiring somebody to to do that so you could you know have this brand that's like precedes you it's like this like here going after because then you would obviously have to have that system in place you could maybe teach people your recipe but i mean that's but, a, but, the, that's but, the next but that's the next as a pizza vendor what are they going to do come my house make my dough for me so as a vendor as a, as a tent people don't understand that i am a tent i'm not a location yet yeah yeah so to grow a team i could grow in a tent but the same day i have babies i have bills for me to take overhead out, and that's something I do need to start planning is to hire more people, but at the same time is, I can't just hire somebody because to me it's like, oh, it's too much work, I need to hire someone to kind of take a load off my back. And if I say, okay, I'm gonna give you a recipe to come to my house, this is a four hour job. I'm gonna pick an eight hour job over a four hour job any day of the week, because yeah. it's eight hours. So it's hard to get people right now because it's only a four hour job. Right. You know, it's not every single day of the week. I don't need you Mondays. Oh, where are you going to go Monday? I'm going to Long Beach. Oh, I can't go to Long Beach. Oh, I'm going to Tuesday. I'm going to go over here. Yeah, yeah. I can't go over there. So it, it's. Yeah. It's, so it has to be a you thing right now. So it's like, how do you transition that into like later on being able to like do that? Is, is that is that like maybe you get your brick and mortar and then and then maybe you, that's where you add that's, staff? Yeah. That's, that's, that's where you where add, add permanent staff. staff. Because right now I do have cashiers. I just don't have them. All. I don't have yeah. them right now because before I came to all this stuff. Before all this stuff happened, I had cashiers. Yeah, I remember. I remember at um the the um food fest and back when you did the Loma Linda market too. Yeah, always had cashiers. Um, yeah, and again because I, I sell more money. The with one, cashiers. Uh, the girl that she was, she was real cool. She had the rollerblades too. Oh, she's on best ones. That's Monica. Yeah, she was cool. Like she was really nice and everything yeah. like that too. So, and she would always take the pictures of like the specials and my drink. Have on her phone if you know what. Look at it's right there. Like, dude, like I don't have to tell you to do that. You're just doing it yourself. Yeah. So how do you find that? You don't find that. They just life just brings you those jewels. Yeah, you like it's the law of attraction, right? You attract that. You like just like send me what I need, universe, and uh-huh. bam. Here comes sometimes like, say in the kitchen, like you have a whole breakdown, like because hiring is very. You hire people of the questions you ask. You can't just hire just to hire. And if you're a company that does that. And along with you're gonna see that they're gonna have a lot of turnover and it takes a lot of time, energy, and money just to train one person, right? Yeah. It takes so much time to do that and money. So it really matters on the questions you're asking people. So being like in the restaurant, you ask you specific questions like what's your what's your danger zone? What's yeah. your mother sauces? What's here's the onion. I want you to cut that one in half. I want this small dice and I want that in medium dice and I want a minute. I'm not seeing if you're really cutting those. I mean yeah, I mean if you have a knife you should be able to cut that in small and medium. What I'm looking for is how much of that onion skin are you leaving on the table? How is your knife? How are you holding your knife? Is your trash can by you? I was trying to see 
what you're doing around that oven. You're concentrating on this oven, so I'm taking your your perspective out and make you concentrate on this. Like a minute, why can't it be a potato? Something easy. Why can't it be? Because yeah. onion's kind of hard. Because it has its own cuts and lines, and you can't get those lines unless you know what you're doing. So I'm making you concentrate on that. I'm trying to see what your natural surrounding, what you do. So as they're conscious, like the trash about, are you being clean? Did you hold your knife? Like how are you holding your knife? Yeah. Is the trash can by you? Is your towel by you? Blah blah. I'm looking at those aspects. Mm-hmm. Or you're thinking, oh, he's looking at this. I'm looking at that after. All that. So it's how you ask questions. It's what you like plug into. Because then once you get that mind, you can train anybody. Anybody's trainable. As long as you're willing to learn, anybody's trainable. The best ones to train to are dishwashers. The people who have zero experience, that have no guidance. Why? Because they don't say, like, well, I'm going to do it my way. And yeah, then well, I'm going to have my thing. Oh, they're just like, oh, All right, cool. yeah, yeah, do like that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't have to wash dishes no more. I'm going to be cutting. So it's easy to train brand new minds. So the concept is not trying to find someone that's amazing. The, what you want to find is amazing, like your managers. Those are the ones you want to find amazing. Because that's when I can step away and say, here is the, the SOPs, this is how we run things, this is the Excel sheets, this is how things get plugged in, this is the ports in the morning, this is how it comes in, so blah, 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 blah. This is what you got to take care of. When we hire someone and so forth, if that person's a problem, it's not really that person, it's probably you. You're not managing right. Yeah, yeah. So I shouldn't have problems with employees because this is the jobs that they find out once they fill out all these forms and then sign that. They agree that they want to do this job. I'm going to give them 100% of their paycheck and they're supposed to give me 100% of their work. So the, the interview process I put them through, they kind of already indicated that. So I see that, so nothing should really go wrong. Other than just regular things that just happen, some sort of things happen, but those like troubleshooting things, that's easy. If you know how to do those troubleshooting things and you have a good manager, you don't have to worry about anything. Don't do anything different. I'm not changing uh, anything. One, two, three, this is how you open, this is how you close. This is what you put in, this is what you do. This is hours to do, this is not overtime, blah, 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 blah. When overtime kicks in, it's because the business team is coming, but we shouldn't do overtime. All we gotta do is hire someone else, you put another body in there, now you're gonna do overtime, and so on and so forth. Like, in my mind, it's just so simple, just to do it. But it just takes up to that point. Where if I'm a tent, I'm just gonna literally give someone money for doing the same amount of pizzas. I might sell, yeah, yeah. say, 20 more pizzas. Okay, how yeah. much should I just pay that person? Yeah, that's probably like, what you just paid them, probably. You know I mean? So it's like, in a tent wise, it's just, for my business wise, I have to look in on all those aspects. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. So, so. Yeah, I was wondering, you know, because I was like, man, that passion is like, all right, it's like, you can't necessarily train for that, but I mean, I guess you could train the, the, the skill, mm-hmm. and, you know, because obviously you learned it and stuff like that, it's just like, I guess it's in the people, and I guess it's in just the finding questions that, that you said, that, too. Yeah, like, finding like, the person that most, like, you identify as, like, you know what I mean, okay, you somewhat have the same... What's well, not like, that, because again, again, anyway, trainable. Okay, your job, you're stretching. No, no, I your mean, your job, you're putting I mean, toppings on. Your job, you're putting the pizza sauce on. Your job, seeing the cashier thing. So no one's gonna have. So I'm doing a job with like five people. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? you're doing like a whole thing. So it's not once, like little once you break down what I'm doing and putting down a line, like place. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, there's no like, yeah, passion. Like they're not gonna see them. All they're gonna see now, what happens now is, people are coming to see me because I'm a show. Yeah, I mean. So if those guys say the guy doing the dough, if he wants to do a show and say like that, too, and there's like enough like space, and they want to start throwing their dough up, that's what they do that for. It's to bring that, the only reason they do that for is to bring people in. They didn't have to do it because you just do that and it stretches like mine. Yeah. So telling them to do that, it does have like a spin and it does that more, but show. Yeah, it's, it's, it's honestly bring people in. Yeah. And they're outside all the time. You know, and then like, the next fucking pizza is saying because they're trying to compete against each other. So to bring a show in, that could be a show, but at the end of the day. People are just gonna want pizza as fast as possible. 
because it would be lunch break, it would be dinner. If they just got off work, my kids just got off school, so on and so forth. So even how, that how do you, dynamics. How changes. do you how do you like like separate the like how you how we were talking about earlier? Like you know how you if shit gets hard, like you're gonna fucking go through it mm-hmm. compared to somebody that's like mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. And I, I think that's what I think that's where it sucks because it's like. Not not that you're looking hard to find those people, because like you said, like eventually they'll come. But it's just for them to have that same like passion or or even that mentality of how you like you're treating customers and all that. You know what I mean? All right. So all right. So how do you find that? Is you're starting off with your mission statement. What do you stand for? Mm-hmm. So kind of like I broke you down. What yeah. I am. Once you get that too, because that's and the thing is, I always have really good cashiers because they know what I stand for. Yeah. They want to stand behind my product. And that's why I get like really, really yeah. good ones. And then most of them too are like, oh, I have cashier experience. I already have this experience. Like, oh, cool. And right off the bat, they're just, they're just, they're selling stuff out. Monica's been my best one because she takes extra steps. Here's the pictures. Here's this. Here's that. Here's, and then she goes through like every single little step. And then yeah, like, she even before like. Before people are even coming in her head, she's really like, she's talking to herself. She's trying to memorize stuff and memorize stuff. And I don't tell her to do any of that. She, that just she, happened. She, uh, she uh, helped me order like a few times, or like before. Like I was like, I don't know, cause I I was still trying yeah. out, and she's like, oh, you know, you could do, you could half pizza and yeah. half pizza, cause I was like, I don't know which ones to get. She's like, oh no, you could do like this, like and do half and half. I was like, I could do that. She's like, yeah, like and I was like, all right, cool. So I had a half like a uh, like yeah. a like the pepperoni and then the the one with the avocado or the mac and cheese and, and see, like and see that that's where it's like like I I like people like that where it's like. You like even if if that's your job to be a cashier, like she wants to be the best one. Mm-hmm. Like that's why she's doing all that. And I think it's because they see me. Like all right, and I tell people too. Like at the end of it, you're working for one of the best pizzerias out there. That could definitely be in your, in your resume. Mm-hmm. I I am the cashier for um, a pizzeria. So now let's say you just can't work for me anymore because my day switch or something happened, right? Now you need a job because whatever it might be. Like oh shit, that's love all uh cashier like how do y'all take her or i take him wherever yeah. you know what i mean like you work for love and all pizzeria like you already have that stuff that's asking because mm-hmm. they know that i'm doing all the work and you're pushing all that line out yeah now you're sharing a little because you're writing the things down you're pouring the drinks and you're calling the names out you know what i mean so like you're part of my system mm-hmm. of go 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 yeah. again like say like this week i'm tired i don't again i'm not ever really tired i can go all day long mm-hmm. but just because i haven't stopped for the last two weeks of just non-stop every day Especially with the pizza stuff, it's just pounding. I was just all day pounding. Oh, sorry. But no matter what, when I show up, like today when I set up, the whole time I'm doing it, it's running. Why? Cause I got I got to open up, so I got to run. If I want to take my time and walk, mm-hmm. sit a little bit late, kind of do my thing, like, oh my cowboy yeah. man, and that just looks bad. I have to just go. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. I am physically. Tired. My body's tired. I tried to get enough sleep last night. I'm just tired. It's just I'm just tired. Mm-hmm. Still gotta show up. You still gotta do what I gotta do. Yeah, yeah. You know, man. I want to tell people like, oh, I'm close today. Like, oh, I don't want to yeah. do six today. I don't want to do lumens today. I like, just take so much work to get the rolling pin out, roll all those pizza doughs out, yeah. just do it over. Nope. Level moral is expected to do this. Yeah. Level moral. When you come there, you're expected to say, I'm about to see Chef Jesse do whatever the hell he's gonna do. Yeah. I'm about to go get his drink. I'm about to go get one of his pizzas. I'm gonna go blah 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 blah. So no matter how hard it is, and I see someone that's like, oh, like okay, like um, after Valentine's Day, uh, the girl I work with, uh, LMA Kitchen, 
And she's like, man, I didn't need that stuff so I could like vent tomorrow. I'm like, I'm not even gonna vent tomorrow on Saturday. Like, why? And she was like, I didn't have time. Like, so pretty much the money you made today and the event we did today, it kind of all went to loss because then like you didn't make money the day you usually work on Saturdays. So it's like, you you missed out. Uh -huh. And she was like, how you doing? She's like, well, you know, like next time I just gotta like, you know, probably just blah, blah, and I'm a single, you know, Planet I have kids better, and yeah. that blah, blah. I was like, I'm, I'm a single dad. I got two kids. I do this five days out of the week. Like, it's not that no one should have an excuse. It's just, I look at it like, again, I'm not a superhero. I don't have superhuman strength. I don't am I anything different than you. Maybe like, they how just, am I doing it? And you're not. And I live in a single bedroom apartment upstairs. I'm getting all this done, yeah. done, and taking my kids to school, doing all the things I'm gonna do, starting markets, going there, going to that city, going to doing everything. If I could do it, why can't you? Yeah. What am I doing different than you're doing? And I could look at your prep and be like, you're buying your burgers, you're buying your buns, you're buying your lettuce, you're buying this, you're buying that, like. You're not really like physically making something, like how yeah. just get it done. Yeah, you know, I think it's um, and baking is different because that's that's more prep work. I, 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 I think uh, what you said it like when you first wanted to go to school is like you want to be that master chef. So like you have a, a level of excellence that you set for yourself. Yeah. On and a lot of people probably got in in the business to yeah maybe they like to cook for people and they see they can make money but yeah. maybe. There's only a handful of people that even have the aspiration to be a master chef. Like that guy said, he's like, there's probably like 60 of them. You know, so, so you're probably just a rare breed that's even able to, you know, persevere through all of your, your own personal challenges, which, you know, you go through a lot too already. So, I mean, just, you know, over, you know, this course is a couple hours here in your story. And like, it's like your mentality is that of the elite. Um, especially for what you do so like you're in this elite level where you're you're trying to be you're like trying to be like that jordan of like food like <laughs> that like you know of like like i do this shit like i'm a master chef like that's and and you don't necessarily need to have like a like a an a award or anything to be like oh here you're that because you're you're expecting it of yourself and it's your body of work like what you do on a day in and day out is actually how you prove that like you prove it you know mm -hmm. by the way you run your business plus all the way like from like the way you do your food and then also hearing about like you know how you've been battle tested like literally like knife fights like that's amazing like so <laughs> i think like i think all that stuff like is you know is kind of is, is it's amazing because it's it's you're you're in that elite level. So now, like, as you're telling me the story, I'm like, oh, shit. I'm actually sitting with somebody that's fucking... Not just a, like, okay, chef. No, like, you're... You've been through that. And you're... Despite all, like, the life challenges you go through, you're able to, you know, operate at a high level. And it feels like you're still barely cracking the surface. Like, yeah. you still got to, like... I along with. scratched. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a 10. Imagine when I'm not a 10 no more, and it's, like, the first one, the second one, the third one, the hundredth yeah. one, the thousand one, like... Yeah, I mean, and imagine the other projects I have, and, and other so ideas, and the other well, stuff I have. Well, one of the things that, be that, I, that like, from listening, like, hearing your story and everything, one of the things that I like is just, like, it's, like, there's very few people that I feel that have that mentality of, like, I'm going to do this to the best that I can, whether they're watching me or not. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm going to do, I'm, mm -hmm. I'm going to, and that, and that's what, like, a lot of people get where it's, like, 
oh look they're looking at me let me do this fucking good and it's like no nah, like you gotta do that all the time like, if you think about it and i don't mean to put anyone on the bus but it's kind of like say the markets we have where vendors feel like being a front is going to give them more customers or more service yeah, yeah. and i literally purposely put myself in the back mm-hmm. to prove that wrong yeah yeah no and i think you know, i'm yeah. not there too like blah blah i bet you i'll go in the back and again, I'm not the big, big vendor. I'm not like Santa where there's 30,000. I don't have 30,000. I'm not even to 10,000 people yet. That's when like you're kind of like going into like the bigger league. I'm barely at 7,000 and something. You know, I'm almost like 8,000. But yet, I put myself in the back to prove that theory wrong. It doesn't matter where you're at because the mission, what I strive after what I've seen, Master Chef is what's that? Is a mission star chef. So what I started doing myself was training myself to be a mission star chef. So everything I went to resort or anytime I did any, cooked anything for my kids, that's what I like, just make it normal. I was like, that's it. Everything I do is going to be to like that level. That's mm-hmm. it. Because if I want to train to be that guy, they're not just only doing that when they go to work and it's only that one yeah, thing. Yeah. They're doing that on every single every, freaking thing yeah, they're yeah. doing to stay in practice. The more you're in practice, yeah. the better you get. Yeah, you know? yeah. But my mentality too, like everything you're just saying is, there's no difference from like Albert Einstein and Nikola Tesla and me, you and us. Yeah, yeah. It was just they put their, their mind to their thoughts and actions into reality mm-hmm. and just made things happen, you know what I mean? Now, some things are just gifted, but we all have our gifts of whatever it is, you know, co- co- uh, cons and pros. And then what I teach people, too, is my biggest success to to this point right now has been every single fail. Every mm. single fail that I have has led to my success in every single way. And some people are like, oh, you know what, this happened, that happened, but, but that didn't happen. All this shit wouldn't happen either. The times I say I got laid off from work, like, oh, man, I just lost his job. Oh, I'm glad I lost that job because mm. me, if I would have stood there, I would just would have stood there and probably been contempt and probably yeah. just had a normal life. I had to leave that job and the life said, all right, it's time for you to move. You already learned that stuff. We want this job opened up and I got to like experience like all of this and I got to be in charge of all of this and I got to do like all these banquets and like, holy crap, like if we just stood at that job, like I would never have got here. Like, yeah, yeah. just let go. Like, let, just let life just take you because my plan, again, that's why I can say that. Like I, I can envision where I wanted to go at but I know life's vision of where this is going to go out is bigger than what I can imagine. Because every time I imagine, like, oh, yeah, this is going to be structured. This is what I want to do. This is what I want to work at. This is what I want to do it. And then something happens, and, like, my life kind of says, like, well, look at this. Like, holy crap. Like, that's way better. Yeah, <laughs> that's, like, way, yeah. way better. Like, hell, yeah, let's go over here. Like, that's why I got laid off. Like, hell, yes. Like, this is, yeah, this was yeah. calling for me. And this yeah, was yeah. because this time I was done. I was, even though I love cooking, I'm done. I know how to do this. This is boring now. It's not a challenge no more. It just runs. It just sits out of your thing. And it's funny you say it because that, I think that's why, like, honestly, I've had fucking, like, 20 <laughs> jobs just because, and and it's funny because, like, uh, one of my last jobs, my supervisor told me, <laughs> like, she told me, she's like, you look like somebody that, that quits a lot. <laughs> and at first I'm like, bitch. But then I was like, you know what? I, I was like, I do. And I told her, like, matter of fact, I do. But not because, like, this is hard for me. I quit because you guys don't challenge me enough to fucking better myself. And you guys just want to keep me here. And it's like, nah, fuck you. I'm done with this. Like, I want to go do something else yeah. and prove, like, I'm good here, too. Yeah. And I'm fucking, I'm going to yes. be the top yes. one right yes. here. Yes. You know what I mean? And then, boom, like, I was like, all right, this is all you guys got? Like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to go to another one because this is boring already. Like, I hate doing this. Yeah. Let's go to another one. Like, oh, this is how you guys do it? I'm going to do this shit in, like, 10 minutes or whatever. You know what I mean? But that was, that was like, my whole mentality all the time. Like, I want to be the fucking, the top one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, 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 like, that's the way I see it. Like, if you're not driving on whatever it is you do and that's what like uh you were talking about the the cashier she does all that it's like 
she wants to be the fucking the best one. You know yeah. what I mean? And that's the way you should be doing everything. And and like even that, like you weren't telling her to show the pictures or mm-hmm. memorize all these things, but like she knows that it's like whether you're looking at her do it or not, she's doing it. She's doing it mm-hmm. because it's fucking. I'm gonna be the best. Like yeah. compared to the other cashiers you have, yeah. why do you remember her? Because you knew like. Whether you're looking at her or not do it, like, she's doing it to yeah. be the best, you know what I mean? And that's where, She has like, my best interest as a company. Yeah, yeah. And she knows that she helps me grow. She can also grow with it, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's dope, you know what I mean? And, and, and even how, like, you're saying, like, with your fails, like, in, and, like, it just makes you better, you know what I mean? It's like... Yeah, I like to, um, I had, I had made this post a while ago, and then... I don't know if I like bit off anybody's style, but it's like all like you know you know because the fails they they call them L's in pop culture nowadays, right? You took this L, took this L, you put all these L's. It's like makes a staircase, you know. <laughs> you put all these L's together. It's like walking to you know we're walking up, man. Yeah, we're going and, up, and then so that's and, what, and it's funny how you say like the like if you lost one job, it's like all oh, this, and it's funny because like at first like me and Ruben we've been through a lot of like. MLNs and business things and all, all kinds of stuff, right? And at first, like, when we were doing them, I was like, oh, shit, we'd be super excited. We'd start doing them, and then it wouldn't work out for us. And I'd be like, fuck, like, like man, that shit was a scam or whatever, you know? But then, like, after, like, realizing, like, where we're at now and everything that we know, I was like, damn, like, now I don't look at it like that was a scam. I look at it like, hey, that that could have fucking that could have worked, but we weren't just the one, the right ones for that business. And it's cool though because like I learned so much from it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where it's like at first I would I I I would hate it just because like fuck like that didn't work. You know what I mean? And now it's like even like with some of my family is like like I don't even want I don't even like talking to them about any business you know because. Right away, like, I'm always now, like, the MLM guy or whatever that I'm always trying to come up with something. But the fact that it's, like, I learned so much from that, it's, like, that now, like, I'm bringing it into my business and, and but doing it, like... Yeah, we're creating our own thing this time, but you, using all those, those past experiences yeah. and those past failures for, like, you know, actual empirical knowledge. Like, yo, we've done this. Like, I mean... And it's not just MLMs. We've like we've put together like a bunch of like different types of businesses where over the past like like close to going on ten years, where it's like um, we've done a lot where we've learned like a lot, like and we've made money and we've lost money and um, uh-huh. and and lost a lot of money. I was like we made like we've we've been a part of a bunch of different industries and. And, and stuff like that, but all of that stuff now is like now we have this knowledge, this wealth of knowledge, is uh, like to tie it to something that we're building. It's like so with with everything that you're doing too, and I'm trying to tie this together because I know I, like we it's getting late, um, but like you know like everything that you're uh, you're talking about is perfect. That's why it's like you even should be on this podcast too, like how us having it because the real talk for actions podcast like. So all the stuff that you're talking about, it resonated with me, but then your your actual um, way of going about and taking action this is the main thing. Like you took action and you do it on a continuous basis because you're connected to your why and like why is so important to for you. And like you're doing something that you love and even though there's some, some not so glamorous parts about it, yeah. but you understand that like, hey, and you're battle tested. So you, you like, you, like you, you trained your body to, you know, get 
get through there but regardless your your mindset's like on this level of excellence too so we're i think anybody that if somebody's gonna hear this and say like okay how can i tie this to what i do maybe they don't want to do food but it's like all right cool there's this level of excellence that you should hold within yourself once you figure out like what you want to do and like you know trying to trying to do like anything what does uh kobe call it the mamba, mamba mentality. mentality. That's what it is. And, and, it's and rest in peace, Kobe. And, so, and like the whole just taking action, because it's like how you were talking about, like, say, say if I would have never 